Hope I don't rage quit today. Hello and welcome to No Refunds. My name is Dwight and joining me this week is... Uh, we'll go this way. Is that anybody? Wait. No. No. Okay, what about this way? Someone say something. For, for me, uh, that's Just go. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. It's Tiffany. And... I'm over here. Alex. Oh, wonderful. Okay, we, we made it through the my, <laughs> my favorite part of the podcast. Uh, and now on to my second favorite part. So uh, we've been doing um, some guests for the last few weeks. And this week we got a, a special one. Um, so I've talked about a little bit um, how I've been hanging out in uh, a certain stream on Twitch.tv. And uh, we actually managed to somehow convince uh, the streamer that I've been hanging out with to come on and talk with us for the next hour to two hours and uh, waste his time. And I already feel terrible about it. I'm glad so, my agents could make it work. Thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Me ambushing you on the stream was totally the correct way to go about it. Um, yeah. So uh, welcome, uh, Ricky. Sound guy Hi. Gaming. Hey. Yes. How's it going? Fantastic. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, this is this is uh, exciting. I don't think I've ever really done anything like this. Maybe, you know, I, I did, I think, a podcast for a friend years and years and years ago before kind of podcasts became, I guess, as popular as they have. But yeah, this is exciting for me. Yeah, we're uh, striking while the iron's hot on this podcast thing. Uh, we're, we're hoping yeah. to get in early and uh, make it big. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> this is just something we're doing for fun. Um, speaking of uh, the podcast, uh, I know we are probably going to have um, some people watching right now that don't really know who we are and uh, what we are about. So for if you found us, thank you very much. Uh, we are No Refunds Podcast. It is uh, myself, Dwight, my wife, Tiffany, and my friend, Alex. We were in a bowling league together at one point, and we were like, hey, you know what? Let's do a podcast. And that's why we're here now. We I talk love that. Yeah, it's it was so fun. Yeah. It was, it was a lot like of fun. A... So I've known, obviously, Tiffany for quite a long time, and I knew Alex since, fuck, you were like in third grade or something? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we've known so, each other for most of our lives. Yeah, we, we knew each other tangentially because my best friend was his best friend's sister. So we, like, grew up hanging out at the same house, knew each other tangentially, but didn't know each other. It's, it was just like, oh, I know Dwight, but I never really hung out with him until yeah. until after we graduated from college, really, yeah was when we did The Odd Couple together. Yeah, we were in a show oh, together. And, uh... yeah. Alex, have, have people told you that you have a, a familiar face? Uh, n- <laughs> no. People you... tell me that I am stunningly handsome. Like, That's not true. Constantly. You look like somebody that I also think I knew when I was a kid, and... <laughs> I don't know. You just, you have, you look like somebody that I know. So I didn't know if anybody has told you that you have like a familiar face that you remind them of somebody. I get that a lot. Like a lot of people will tell me I remind them of somebody back home. I'll, I'll be like out at a bar and somebody will like tap me on the back and be like, Hey Gary. And I'm like, no, I don't know who that is. And they're like, Oh my God, I thought you were my best friend from back home. Like everything. It's very weird. I mean, you look like a Gary, <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. We're calling you Gary now. That's, that's I tell my parents that all the time. That's about as much as I can say. Why now, didn't you call me Gary? I, I don't wow. think I leave the house often enough to run into strangers to have them say that. Sure. <laughs> well, I'm, a, 
the thing I love about this, though, is weren't the two of you, Dwight and Alex, weren't you out somewhere and somebody thought you were brothers? Yeah, we were at the pizza place down the street and we were, uh, I think it was right before an episode we were recording and someone was just like, oh, yeah. you two, you're, you're, are you guys brothers? We're like, no, we're actually no. not. But I guess we look no. similar. Is this no, we have not, all, not all slightly overweight, bespectacled, bearded men look the same. <laughs> or are related. So, um, right. uh, Ricky, we're going to start off with uh, something that I know I asked you to prepare for, kind of. So Ooh. one of the things that we like to do uh, here at No Refunds is every 25 or so episodes, um, as a way for us to kind of get our interests out to the audience, what we like to do is we do some top five lists. Um, we've done top five movies. We've done oh, top 10 movies at that point. That took forever to fucking do. Um, and the last one we did was top five TV shows. And so when we have a new guest come on, we like to ask them what their top five, whatever we just talked about was. And in this case, it's TV. So I think uh, you might have some top five TV shows that you want to talk about. Yeah. yeah. Um, so... I feel like I always get extremely overwhelmed whenever anyone asks me my top five or my favorite of all time or things like this, because my brain goes two ways. A, it's so hard to narrow something down to just five. And B, I, I feel like I forget about so many good things because I think I, I, I just think very whatever's relative to my current life. So same with like music. There's so many bands that I used to listen to that once time has gone by, I don't, I'm not the kind of person that goes back and listens to bands that I used to listen to. I'm constantly on the hunt for new music. So um, one that I, one that I always go to that I know I, is a show that went on for multiple seasons that I watched the entire way through and kind of kept up. It's not something like I binge watched on Netflix or anything like that was Breaking Bad. Um, Breaking Bad for sure is like one of, I think my favorite television shows that's been on TV. It's got a little bit of like the drama, comedy, the writing's incredible. The acting's all really, really good. A lot of actors that you didn't know about, I feel like beforehand found the celebrity from that show. So that's one. Um, are we going to talk about each one or you want me just to go I mean, down? We, we could. Uh, Breaking Bad actually was my number one show when I did mine as well. So that's okay, uh, that's great. fantastic. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. You're, you're preaching to the choir with that one because I know Dwight and I have had the conversation several times. I think we both agree it's the greatest show to ever be on television. So good. And, and like for, for a show that went for so many seasons, I feel like it's one of the few shows that ended and people were happy. Yeah, And people weren't like upset with how it ended or bummed. Like it seemed like people were like, okay, yeah, that was a really, really good ending. And so oh, yeah. good so that they made a, a Netflix movie yeah. like continuing oh, on yeah. on that story. It, it was so um, satisfying. It was like finishing a good meal. Like it was just like, I'm all set. I'm full. I don't need anything else. Um, and then everything exactly, extra. Exactly. I was all, satisfied. Exactly. And all the extras that we've gotten with Better Call Saul and the, um, uh, El Camino, it's just been like a beautiful dessert at this point. So yeah, um, I've heard really good things about Better Call Saul, which I've never watched. Um, so that's probably bad on my part because I've heard incredible, incredible things. Um if I, okay, so next on the list for me, let's go to something I'm watching currently that I love is um, The Boys. Um, I'm I'm almost done with season one, on to season two, uh, but I am in love with uh, the writing on that show and how they've uh, turned good bad and and like the superheroes are dark and gritty and real people in a way um 
and I'm just I'm addicted to that show right now. I I watch way too much of it uh, as much as I can. But um, yeah, the boys is something I'm like excited to like see where they go with season two because I know from talking to people before they were like season one was great, but season two could go one of two ways and it could be really bad or it could be really good. So I, I, I'm excited to watch that. That's one I've been hearing um, a lot about and I still have not checked it out. You haven't watched it. No, I haven't. I need what? to. I, I gushed about it on the podcast. What? Three weeks ago, four weeks ago at this point, whatever Maddie, I don't was listen on. to our podcast. Um, and <laughs> I, I, I watched season one when it came out last year and loved it. And now I've been watching season two week to week as it gets released. And yeah, it's it's an amazing show. I gushed about it on a past episode. If anybody wants to hear my opinions about it, go listen to that. Do you episode. remember the episode number? Um, <laughs> no. Just <laughs> uh, calling you out. Let's Do you see. think this is a professional podcast? The last episode was Jesse, and then two episodes before that was just the three of us. So the episode before that, I think. Okay, so, so about four episodes ago. Maybe 57. Uh, it's called yeah. episode 57. I was looking at chicken tenders is the name of the title. Oh, that was me. <laughs> um, and I gushed about it with Maddie, a friend of mine who came on the podcast who had also seen it. And it's just like the humor in it is great. The characters are all really well-defined mm-hmm. and really fleshed out. Mm-hmm. I love, I love the character of Homelander and Anthony Starr. His, his performance as Homelander is yeah. just, mwah, I like, I just, I love it with all my heart. He's uh, the best evil good guy like absolutely. portrayal ever, you know, and and not to spoil anything, but the way that they dive into his character and you see how in public he is as a persona and then the yep. second a door closes or something and his as an actor, his entire demeanor, his entire mm-hmm. like where he is changes to this like kind of ang- angsty like angry character it's just it's really really fun to watch um how they portray him and how he portrays his character and a lot of the characters are like that um just i don't know it's 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 really wild and if you haven't seen it i'm disappointed um because for somebody who i would imagine is as big of a fan of like superheroes and fantasy and things like that like it's right up your alley yeah i will get on that i really need to know now that someone now that someone i respect has told me to watch it i will (laughs) i still haven't watched breaking i still haven't watched breaking bad so i'm like i'm like oh for two right now you tried to get into it and you're just like it's too real for you it's too yeah that's too heavy. It, I will say, as a show, no show has given me more actual physical anxiety ever than watching Breaking Bad. Like, there were times where I tried to binge watch certain episodes and I couldn't do it because it made me depressed and anxious. And I was like, this show is too heavy and too dark and it was hard to watch. So, uh, maybe if you like kind of make it more palatable and only do, you know, like an episode a night or something, like, like most people um. used to do, <laughs> um, you know, Before it might, it might make it easier. Awesome. Two um, episodes? Gross. <laughs> you watch seasons at a time. Yeah. Uh, okay, number three for yeah. me, I think, to like flip the script, because we did two dramatic ones, uh, my favorite show comedy-wise is probably Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Um, that's got to be up there for me. That That is another... And I actually just wish, listened to... I don't know if you guys listen to Dax Shepard's podcast uh, where he interviews a lot of celebrities, but he does one with Charlie Day. And it's incredible just them talking about Always Sunny and how little money they really made and how when they first started the show, they were 
they were like they were told hey you're not you're making zero money you have like zero budget but you're gonna have ownership of the show which was like kind of uncanny as like a as a contract Mm -hmm. um and they didn't make money off of it for like i don't know the first six seasons or something and then they were offered like a minimal amount of money like i I don't think it was anything crazy but it was kind of wild but that show is just it's so like gutturally if that's a word funny i've never had a show i i'm not the kind of person like i can't fake humor so Mm. if you're not funny i i i just don't laugh (laughs) um and i get that way a lot with like movies and tv shows like if i'm watching a tv show i'm not the guy that's gonna like belly laugh in my in my living room by myself but always sunny if I watch that show, I'm in tears. It is just so good. And the humor is so dark. And it's one of those things where you're like, oh, he can't say that. Or they shouldn't be talking about this. But they do. And they do it in the in the most hilarious, hilarious way. And it's just every episode, even like the theme song, like from, from when they start the episode and then the episode title comes up, even that in itself is just funny 80 percent of the time or 90 percent of the time so like sweet tea catches uh, on fire and stuff like like yeah that, those type of like jokes yeah. when they get and use that is so perfect <gasps> yeah. so perfect charlie um, day charlie day is my love i love him so much i yeah, adore he's, him <laughs> he's he's i mean and and his like you know he he managed to get like a pretty decent little acting career off of that show where like a lot of the other guys weren't really in movies and things like that but charlie you know did um uh, what was the one? Uh, Pacific Rim. That one and the one where they horrible bosses. <laughs> horrible. Yeah. Oh yeah, which yeah, is like yeah. a huge, a yeah. huge hit. Um, so, Isn't that yeah, fight that's... one too? I forget what it was called. Like fight me yeah, or uh, it was. Uh, like is that, that oh. the one with Ice T? Yeah. Or yeah. Like uh, yeah. Yeah. Ice Cube. Ice Cube. That's what Ice it is. Cube. Yeah. Ice Cube. Yeah. Um, so you have now picked the second movie that was on or second TV show that was on one of our lists. Because oh, really. Was, that was on my list. You're doing a good okay. game. You're doing good in this yeah. game of bingo. It's right. pretty fantastic. We'll see if my next one. I I doubt my next one's gonna have anybody. But you we'll really see. you're really playing up to us, which <laughs> I really like when people come on the podcast and Brown knows. So <laughs> I appreciate that. The more um, of that you do, the better. <laughs> okay, so my fourth one, and this is another one that like I actually didn't think about this until I started talking about my other favorite shows, which again, like my mind just doesn't think about things from the past. But Band of Brothers um hbo series band of brothers it is um incredible if you've never seen it it's just like this i think it's world war ii um but it's just it's like it's like watching saving private ryan as a as a show that aired on hbo and is multi-episodic and it's it's just it's so 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 good and they used to sell it i remember being a kid they sold it as like a like a box set that came in like a metal tin I remember and it was just very like it was just world war ii and gritty and hbo so like back then you know like there was no netflix there was no amazon prime there was nothing that showed like gore and and was able to do that unless you were like a film and hbo was able to do that and hbo had you know, so many shows that were like Oz and things like that, that were crazy. But Band of Brothers was just something that always like struck, struck home with me because I love World War II history and, and old war movies and things like that. So um, was Tom Hanks in that one or did he just produce it? I, I, so I think he just produced it. I okay. don't think he had any, but there was like cool people in it. Like um, uh, there was a ton of actors in it. The guy um, from, oh, I'm going to mess this up. Donnie Wahlberg was in it. Ooh. 
No, I'm thinking. Well, hey. uh, Ross Geller from Friends is in it. Oh, okay. Um, he's not the poll that I was going for. I'm going for the, <laughs> the poll from um, what's the show with the redheaded guy that is in America, but he's kind of a terrorist. It was like a really popular show. Homeland. Homeland. Uh, is yeah. It? Okay. Um, he's. I'm pretty sure he's in the show. He's. I think da- he's one of the leads. Damian Lewis. Oh my God! Somebody pull that is, up. Is that his name, guys? Tiffany, you got it. It is. Oh, yeah. oh there we go. Yes, it is. <laughs> Tiffany's yeah. our researcher. I, think I am he's the researcher. One of the, I think he's like the lead. He's like the squad leader in Band of Brothers. Um, but yeah, again, if you've never seen it, incredible, incredible, incredible show. Um, and I think it went on for a ton of episodes. I think I don't remember what it was. It, I don't think it was like it. It was a one season kind of thing. Yeah. But it's, it was it was multiple episodes. It's technically considered a mini series, but it's yeah. like thirteen hour long episodes, and it's, yeah. it's it's really long and it's amazing. Yeah. So you've seen it? Yes, I have. Okay. So did you see the one where they go to Vietnam? Yes. I mean, so I haven't was... I haven't watched it since it originally aired. So so Band of, yeah, Band of Brothers was the World War Two one, and then there was Band of oh something. Yeah. And it was Vietnam, and it was. Can I curse on this? Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, absolutely. absolutely fucking. Can. It was fucked up. <laughs> yeah. It like they go into how fucked up Vietnam was, and it is like hard to watch. Um, I didn't like it as much as Band of Brothers, but it was still pretty, pretty wild. Was that because uh, of the subject matter, or was it because of just what the writing wasn't as good, the acting wasn't as good, or? I think for uh, it's it's hard to remember because I, I haven't watched it in so long, but I want to say I, I probably wasn't as connected to the characters as much as I was in Band of Brothers. Um, I think I was way more like invested in their stories, um, whereas I felt like maybe I think maybe in the Vietnam one, like people were killed off left and right. I think like um, the second you liked somebody, they were gone, I think. <laughs> Um, Sounds like Vietnam. Yeah, so it was like a little bit harder to like, and it was just it was just really kind of hard to watch. Um, and then, okay, so my last one. This is just a weird poll because I've I have kind of a story behind it. But my my go to if I'm anxious or stressed or I just need to like relax and or have something on in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, New Girl. Ooh. New Girl is like a really really good show that I've always loved i love zoe Deschanel. she's like the cutest human on earth to me um she's incredibly funny not afraid to like be herself it seems and i used to have i used to have this car that had a like a dvd player and like a screen on it um god listen how old i, I sound like and, and there was like a screen in my car it was kind of wild um and forever i had season one the season one dvd of new girl in that just in case if at any point i was like stuck in traffic or something i had like a little like uh terminal switch or whatever that i could you know it would allow me to watch my dvd while driving and i would i would put that on but um yeah i'd say i'd say without like really 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 trying to like crazy go into depth and think about it those would be my top top five shows for me. Those are all really solid picks. Tiffany, I know you really enjoyed New Girl when yeah. it was airing. I never I never finished it. It got kind of meh for me, but I let's just say I have a type. I really like Nick Miller. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that is, that's my that would be my dream man of choice. Yeah. I love <laughs> I love Nick and then um um 
God, see, now my mind's blanking. Yeah, I, I, um, I was a big fan of Winston. Schmitty was fantastic. Schmidt. Schmidt. Schmidt's like my guy. That's like me. Yeah. In a, that's me without actually being me. Like somebody <laughs> who's just like obsessed about cleanliness and picky and likes to wear a suit. That's like, I think how I think I would be if I was born and raised in New York City or something like that. That's That's who I would turn out to be. Not Florida man. And then you have Nick Miller with his pouch where he keeps all those cookies. Yeah, so yeah. and just like the cool that. bartender, but who you know who's yeah. like and all of that. Like, yeah. My only complaint, and I'm not, I don't want to ruin New Girl for you, but my only complaint with New Girl is the way. Yeah, I'm a video person. It's the way that it's edited when they have conversations. It's just like, like it's just so quick, and I hate that kind of editing. So that's okay. the only. It's more like tight, tight cameras instead of like it's always just, sunny, which it feels like there's just two cameras in the room yeah, and they can play yeah. with the room a lot yeah. more. Yeah, it's okay, just, I can see that. It's just the style thing, but like I think oh. it's a lot to do with the rhythm they're trying to get from from the show. But. Yeah, yeah, it's I gotta go back and finish it eventually, but I I I, I never finished it either. Yeah. Um, and it was funny. I was recently talking to my roommate about it, and he was he put it on or something like that, and I was like, yeah, it's my favorite show, and he's like, yeah, I'm trying to like get to the point of finishing it so i think maybe we'll nice. we'll try and rewatch it and we finish should. it up because i kind of it was the same for me like it got to a point where the story started to get a little stale mm-hmm. and of yeah. course you knew that they were gonna like they were gonna pit zoe and nick together mm-hmm. and see how that played out and then they were gonna break up of course to create that drama so it's just like i kind of just got bored of like the yeah. story i, I yep. think the last season yeah. also has a time skip in it and tiffany you are a um a big anti-proponent of time skips i know you do not like them when they're employed in stories oh yeah i don't love time skips i don't mm-hmm. yeah eh. fair. Um, yeah man. yeah my my one problem with the show was oh, here I, we go but like like ricky no ricky actually kind of touched on it i started getting really disinterested with the jess and and nick story and i was so interested in the schmidt and cc side like yeah. i wanted i wanted more of them yeah. and i was just like like can we just finally make Jess and Nick a thing and stop making me like try and question it or whatever? Like yeah. we all know what's going to happen. So just do it and like go be funny and have shenanigans some more. So yeah. that I was, was, that was my problem. I was fully that's expecting that to go with you being like, it's a garbage fire and I hate it. Like that's where I no, thought that conversation. Yeah, was uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I hate think a, I hate a lot of things. Ricky, <laughs> I think, I, Ricky and his chat should know. I hate most, <laughs> most things. It does. So I, the fact that you didn't name a show that I wasn't immediately like, fuck that. I you just wrote it. me off. You're like, get off the show. Yeah. The fact that you didn't do that means I like you. So Okay, cool. Well, we still <laughs> got a lot to talk about, so we, we, can, we can burn that bridge for sure. Yeah, yeah. So um, I yeah, I think, I think going back to like New Girl, not to stay on topic of that, but like I think people really gravitate to who they each dated separately. Like that was it was really fun to watch who Zoe would date. And it was fun to watch who Nick would date and just how they are as people and how it would always be self-sabotaging and like, you know, all of that. So it would like, when you brought them together, it was just like, it was too weird. It just yeah. didn't feel natural, you know? I, when they brought Megan Fox on to, to date Nick, I actually really liked that. I, I thought she was like oh, a really yeah, good fit for him. Good. And it was one of those things where like, I thought she fit really well in like with the cast and everything like that. And it was frustrating when I was like, oh, I know that they're going to end up having to uh, break them up in some capacity so like barreling towards I can't those... afford to keep her on the show exactly so <laughs> yeah. so coming towards like those like predictable moments is always a little bit like kind of takes me out of it but overall yeah. i enjoyed the show from what or what i remember yeah same so um, solid picks ricky oh, solid. Yeah. Thank you. Well I, I was super nervous i think that was the most nervous part of this podcast for me i was like what do i even say because I, I don't i don't i truly don't 
watch a lot of TV anymore. Mm -hmm. Like with doing the stream and things like that, like once I'm, I'm done, I kind of just, I either unwind by watching more Twitch, which is a lot of like personal enjoyment, but it's also a lot of like market research, I guess you could mm. say. Like I'm constantly seeing what other streamers are doing or games that people are playing that aren't terribly popular, but they seem like they're on the come up and things like that. So by the time I'm like finally ready to wind down, it's just watching more TV or being in front of a thing is just a lot. So I try to like read or listen to podcasts or things like that. So a lot of my picks were older things, except for, the boys i think the boys and cobra kai are like the two shows that i've watched recently um cobra kai was so yeah. amazing i love it. i thought i thought it. about so putting good. cobra kai i thought about putting cobra kai on the list but it's just it's really good but it's not nearly as good as any of the other five that i mentioned and it's like i love the writing and i like how they took something that i like i think everyone thought that that show was going to be like a dumpster fire right. and not do well and they ended up pulling it off and keeping people hooked for f now four seasons like they got yeah. confirmed for so um i'm i'm excited there are so many times though where i watch it where i'm just like oh my god this is getting so cheesy like the the point in season two and it's not really a spoiler but just like they dive really heavy into the love stories and it's a little it's a little too cheesy for me like and i just part of that I can't do, but I think it's just written so, so well. The character flips kind of the same with, with the boys. It's, yeah. it's just incredible to see the people you hate become the people you love and vice versa and back and forth. And they're constantly flipping it. It's just, yeah, it's I, a really good show. It just doesn't deserve to be on my top five. I, I had no idea I cared about the karate kid franchise, <laughs> apparently nearly as much as I do. We rewatched all three or all, the three um, Daniel movies. We rewatched them before yes. we started the show. And it's just like, Oh my god, I care so much about like Daniel and Miyagi's relationship and like not having Miyagi in the new show. Obviously you can't, but like when he goes to Miyagi's grave, that like hit yes. my soul. Yeah. It was How like, many times oh. did I cry? How many times did I cry every time Mr. Miyagi was like referenced? I'm like, like they play I, did you hear me talk about like, that on my stream at all? No, I don't think so, no. I wasn't there. Okay, so um, All Time Low filmed a bunch of stuff in Nashville like two months ago. <laughs> and part of it, I had to be sitting in this like really hot like back room behind where they were performing, doing monitors from like an iPad wirelessly because there was only allowed to be so many people in the room. <laughs> and like band and crew alone, like literally band and crew alone, I think we're at like, 13 or 14 people and you could only have 10 wow. so i was one of the people that was just like hey i don't like really have to be in here once your ears are good they can be fine and if we need to make minor tweaks i can do it from this ipad so i took the opportunity to put on some movies to the side while we were hanging out in this hot room for like eight hours a day and i rewatched the first three karate kids and i had never realized as a kid that they're seamless they really that, are that karate kid one ends yes. And Karate Kid 2 starts right at the end of Karate Kid 1. Yep. And then Karate Kid 2 ends and Karate Kid 3 starts right at the end. And it was just like, it was like watching an hour long show that was three episodes long. It was like yeah. watching a miniseries, you would say, yeah. Alex. So yeah. it was like, yeah. it was so good to watch. And you, I, 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 I implored my chat if they had never seen the movies to watch them because I was like, there's literally no way you can watch this movie and get to the end and not have goosebumps. The way that the music goes or the way that the story goes, everything, you get to the end of the movie and you're just like, you're so excited. And and when the music comes in and it's like the big epic scene at the end and you're just always into it. So yeah, I, I had, I think a little bit more investment going into Cobra Kai, but I also, because of that, 
was so much more expecting it to disappoint me. Mm-hmm. Um, and when it didn't, I was just pumped. Yeah, I was so stoked. Absolutely fantastic. So, so part of the reason why we do um, these types of, I think, deep dives is because one of my philosophies in um, criticism and critique and just like personalities, I guess you can say, is that you need to have a, a, a large swath of what somebody likes and knows in order to gauge like a barometer of how they are and who they are as a person. Um, mm-hmm. And so uh, thank you very much for uh, for giving us yours. I think I think it's a nice way to like introduce somebody to to a podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so we're coming up on uh, this is episode 61. So we're getting close to 75. That's incredible. That's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's really sweet. Yeah. So I'm really excited because um, before the quarantine, really, we were we hadn't released an episode since April. And I think we've been yeah. weekly since um J- june or something like that which has been amazing i know july because okay. it was right around the time i made my ctl um yeah. uh audition Appearance? tape thing yeah, no, yeah the audition tape for it uh, kick-started <laughs> the okay. bug for me again but um yeah. so so quarantine has been kind of we've been able to kind of have a little creative outlet in this and this is my big brained segue into segway. um ricky i believe you have had a little quarantine project as well and is there something that you maybe want to discuss with your sound guy gaming like what's what's uh how, how has that been and what uh has that uh how have you started that how has that been growing and all that other fun junk yeah okay so kind of um similar story to most you know uh i was on well not similar story to most but i was on tour uh when COVID hit like everyone I was is in pennsylvania right? yeah like like most people you know <laughs> Greater picture, I lost my job. Um, so I, I got sent home and, you know, under the pretense of, hey, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm out of work in March, but I have a tour booked in May. Uh, All Time Low was supposed to go out with Five Seconds of Summer in Europe. And then we were, you know, they had the album release and we were supposed to do Sad Summerfest this year. And we had stuff booked in the UK in August. And we were, we were booked, fully booked for the year. And you know, come to find out that two weeks of what they told people, two weeks to stay inside, all of a sudden became a month, became so on, and here we are. So kind of in the beginning of it, I, like I usually do, panicked and freaked out and was like, okay, what's something that I can, what's something that I can do? I can't really work as a bartender anymore. I'd done bartending as a side job, but uh, right before COVID hit, there was a massive tornado that came through uh, Nashville and oh. devastated a bunch of Nashville, pr- particularly the mile radius around where I live. Um, so, you know, work was, work was hurting for a lot of people. Um, and I didn't want to take a bar job from somebody else who truly needed it when I did have a touring job and I had some money in my bank and all time low did a benefit concert to, to earn us some money, which was, which was incredible. Um, so one night I was hanging out and, and me, Alex from all time low, their old tour manager, Brian Southall, and somebody else, I think were just playing Call of Duty just for fun. And Southall has kind of always told me like, hey, you're as good as a lot of people that stream, like you should stream for fun. And I was like, yeah, I've done it a couple of times. I have a little like PlayStation camera, um, whatever. And he's like, you should do it, like boot it up. So I started doing it. And then one day, Alex tweeted out that, hey, I'm gaming on Ricky's channel, come hang out. And all of a sudden I went from like, you know, six people watching to 78 or 80 or something like that. Um, And I, of course, as a skeptic thought, okay, cool. These people are here for Alex. The second Alex leaves, everybody's going to leave. And, and that's, that's my channel, but like, Hey, this is still fun, right? There's people chatting, you know, like 
you, you see it like anytime your chat is interactive oh, yeah. is when it becomes so much more fun right yeah. anybody can sit and turn on broadcast yeah. and if nobody's there you're just like okay this is just now i'm just being watched <laughs> by no one um so what was incredibly surprising to me was that people were sticking around um mm -hmm. and while i didn't have you know the 80 people all the time when alex was playing when i was playing by myself i was having like 40 people and people stayed and you know i guess kind of without being pretentious like my personality kept people around i i have always made it a point to be very interactive with my chat uh even wall gaming um and i'm i'm very open about a lot of things and and all of that so kind of the chat itself really helped build the stream um i have always been about like vibes that's always been like a, a fun word for me the two words that I, I love are vibes and bozo um so i call myself and a bunch of other people bozo and i always talk about vibes so anytime like people came into my chat i was like hey as long as the vibes are good happy to be here like come in let's keep the vibes high and if you know it's twitch so every once in a while you'll have somebody come in that's a troll or, you know or they try and say something hateful or racist or whatever instantly i ban them i never i never care and i've i've only like I, I started bringing mods in and started letting it grow organically and i had people in the chat like hey like i'm into graphic design i would love to make you some emotes and i was like oh my god that's incredible i'd love that like uh, unfortunately i can't really pay you know right now i, I don't i don't know I, i'm technically not working for another year you know if not more i don't really know so it's like um you know, I can't really pay. And it was just like, we built this community and things started to grow organically. And then they started calling themselves the vibe tribe and that they were a part of vibe nation. And it became literally this thing. And I, I mean, like, I, I hate to do this because you can ask any of them, like, I'll talk about my stream for hours. I will, I will, <laughs> I, I simp over them so much. Um, I've learned but what that like, means now. It, it, yeah, me too. <laughs> it literally became this thing that was bigger than me. And it became a community that like I wanted to log in and start up so that people could have a place to talk and have a place to hang out during quarantine. And I mean, it was, I was streaming every day for seven, eight hours every day, if not more, I would take two days off a month, um, you know, and, and it was just like, we were there every day, we were all locked down and, and it's just been, I mean, it's just grown and grown and grown and grown and grown. And then I got very lucky where Jack was in town when we were recording all this stuff and he wanted to come over and play with me. So that, get, that you know, helped my, my viewership and my followership. But again, like even with all of that, every time, every time it, it, my viewership goes up and I worry like, okay, who all is going to stay? People stay, you mm -hmm. know? And it's just, it's been, it's been really, really cool to see, um, the support I've gotten incredible support. I, I bought an entire PC rig uh, off of doing a 24-hour a, a stream. I raised like four thousand dollars to build everything because I was streaming from just my PlayStation before to my MacBook and a capture card. And it's wild that in five months you can see the transition of how bad my stream was to like where it is now. Um, and we we did a we did a benefit. Jack and I did a, a last minute benefit for the Lebanese Red Cross when the uh, explosions went off. And um, Jack uh, gave two thousand dollars, and through my stream, we raised another forty five hundred dollars. So we raised like sixty five hundred dollars for the Lebanese Red Cross, and all of that. So it's just um, it's it's really it's really wild. And I've I've wanted to like help 
other people as well. You know, it's hard as a small streamer. I, I know that I'm ranting about this. I'm sorry. Oh, that I'm like, I oh, love please this. Please go. It's um, fascinating. I know that like as a smaller streamer, right? It's it's there's a fine line between like how much do you want to help out another streamer because it's competitive. You know, mm. we're we're all small, we're all at that level. Like, so it's 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 you know, I want to help people out. If somebody wants to stream, like um I I mailed out uh, one of my fans or one of my viewers, one of the people that come to my stream, my PlayStation camera, because I was oh. like, I'm not using this anymore. Please use it like stream, you know, try it, see how it goes. I mailed uh, one of my buddies, uh, my old capture card that I wasn't using anymore. And because he expressed interest in it. And like, you know, I, I, I want to do collaborative things and help other, other streamers out. But at the end of the day, like, you know, we're all in this together and I'm all, I'm also like worrying about myself and, and, you know, you can only, you can only help somebody so much and they've got to have, yeah. they've got to have that means to keep people there. And yeah. I don't, I don't know what keeps people in my channel. I don't, <laughs> I, I truly think, like I said, it's bigger than me and it's the chat and they communicate and they have so much fun together. And we've just created this like really wholesome, organic mm. place mm -hmm. And I'm just the bozo that's on the screen, kind of keeping it keeping it rolling. So, as somebody who um, participates in your chat quite a bit, I can 100% agree that it is like the most welcoming and like joyous community that I've found myself a part of on in the internet. Um, mm -hmm. I will be fully transparent, and the only reason that I showed up was uh, well, I was on CTL, and then I believe it was that night Jack was over your house streaming, and I think he he tweeted about it or posted about it, and I was like, oh, yeah. I'll go check this out, and that's how I found you. Um, so yeah. uh, Tiffany actually has kind of a funny. Is that what well, you that mean? was that was the night I woke up at like one a.m. and I heard Jack's voice, and I was still riding the high of like, oh my god, Dwight was on the sh on the show, and I was like, why the fuck is Jack's voice come? Where is he? It was <laughs> yeah. just like the most odd, the, the weirdest thing. But I think, I mean, you have to use those like you have to use what you have and those connections and, and like it use it to your advantage, which sucks and it feels like you're like taking advantage of it but like clearly people are staying so no and it was right. it was so great too because even like as much uh, like I, I like i said i'll talk about my chat all the time and like the <laughs> the the viewership and everything like i love i love them so much but even like they've helped me in a lot of ways and like mm -hmm. like even jack coming over jack and i never really had like a very close relationship right like on tour i i, I love that man but like you know, he's the kind of guy that wants to go out after every show, be out, party. I am like, I want to go to the bus, have a glass of whiskey, maybe go to a bar, hang out with some close friends and call it a night. And, um, you know, it's not that we ever like didn't communicate, but, but because him coming over, him and I got really close. And I now have this like incredible love for Jack as a human because of him coming over and he's so bad at games, but he's so interested <laughs> in them. And just our dynamic was That's so me. fun because like we both love to drink and just have a good time. And it was just like, it, that was like so much fun. And I, I, and I like also want to, I didn't talk about this before, but like, I wanted to point out like, you know, moderators are really important to a stream. Mm -hmm. And I, I've been so lucky to have people that, want to come in and help support and, and be there for me. And I I've tried to be very selective with the people who I allow to moderate my stream. I, I, I want them to like be a true extension of, 
my brain and how I think and how I want the stream to roll. So like, you know, a lot of people will be like, Oh, you're, you're in here. Like, cool. Mod, mod, mod. Like I try to keep it pretty selective Mm. and, and, I have some incredible mods that like, you know, when I did the 24 hour stream and things like that, like I wouldn't have been able to do it without their help because I was doing giveaways and things like that. And they were like collecting addresses for me and sending me PDFs and, and all of this stuff. So like, you know, knowing that I can count on them and that they have my back or like if I am playing a game and somebody comes in that doesn't fit that vibe and I'm like, okay, cool. Like, you know, to time them out, you know, that if I want to ban them, just get them out of there and, or, you know, things like that. So it's like, I think it's just, it's, it's, it's a little bit, it's that, that little bit of luck. It's the bit of like, you know, you see so many streamers get really popular because they get raided by somebody who's big, you know, who just is like, Hey, we're going to, we're going to raid this person or do that. And I got really lucky by having really good connections with, with bands and musicians and, and things like that, who wanted to also support me. You know, Ryan lives you know, uh, two miles, less than two miles from where I live. He's one of my best friends. And every time he's like, you know, we go camping or something. He's like, are you bringing the rig to like stream? Like I have fun doing it. Let's do it. You know? And I was like, oh, I wasn't even planning on it, but let's try it. You know? And just like these people that are rooting for me in a way, you know, it only more so makes me root for it. And I, I just have always wanted the stream to be better every single time. I always want it to be, I'm constantly, I've said it many times, like, when I'm not streaming, I think about it all the time and in the way of just how can I make it more entertaining? How can I make it more fun? What can I change? Um, and all of that. So it's, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, like I said, I could talk about it for hours and I'm, I'm going to stop. Rambling. I love it. Um, yeah. yeah. Alex, I don't know if we've told you, but uh, Ricky works with all time low. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, what? <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I knew that. You, you yeah. told me. You have told me. Fair enough. <laughs> I just, I just wanted to say, I think it really exemplifies everything that you were talking about. The, the last like ten minutes, your chat has just been saying, "I love you" to like just random people in chat have been <laughs> like, yeah. I love you, Zoe, I love you, Ryan, I love you," and they're just saying, "I love you" to each other. Yeah, and I'm, just, we, and I'm just like, I man, know all those names. that's a great community. Yeah, we call it simp hours because it'll hit a point where if I'm streaming late at night and I've drank enough, I just start to get really emotional. I'm a really emotional person, and I just I will be very and and I am. I'm so appreciative of what I have, and like I'm, you know, there's no there's no you know velvet cover. Like I am out of yeah. work. I am unemployed. Yeah. You know, this this has become something that I dived in head first because I'm like, this is the way that I'm going to pay my rent. This is how I'm going to put food on my table. Like, because I, I can't go back to work like so many people can, you know, and, and we've gotten to the point with unemployment, at least in Tennessee, where you no longer get a free pass of not having to apply for work. You have to every week, if you wanted to, you have to apply for three jobs. And I'm like, there's no jobs in my career. Like there's nothing for me to do. And I have bartending, which I can do, but it's just, you know, I decided to make a conscious decision to ride this wave and Mm -hmm. put all of myself into it. And, you know, whether it becomes more successful than it has or not, the fact that I can say that like, I made something out of quarantine and started this stream and I got paid to play video games and I got paid to entertain (laughs) and built this incredible PC setup and raised money for, you know, benefits and things like that. It's just, and, and, and I mean, 
I, I helped people who were also very emotional, you know, the, the people that send me letters and like, I, I almost lost Aww. my father a few months ago and literally my stream all like recorded a 10 minute video wishing me well and wishing him well and sent it to me. And I watched it on stream and bawled my eyes Aww. out. Like, it's just, it's, it's really, it's really, really crazy how we've all been here for each other. And you know, every streamer says it that they have the best community, but I just think that we have something incredibly pure and incredibly organic. And um, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's, it's beautiful. I was going to say, oh, sorry, Dwight. I didn't mean to, um, I am fascinated by like building of communities because so many places on the internet are so toxic. Like I, I was part of like a women's running group on Facebook and it was awesome. And then it just, I watched it devolve and crumble mm. before my eyes. Mm -hmm. And it's happened so many other times with fandoms and with groups and friends. And it's like, it's so hard to build that. And like, I'm just so fascinated when it comes together because it just, whenever anybody explains it, they're like, oh, it just happened. I'm like, how, how do you, yeah. how do you create that? Like bottle that shit up. Like that is, ugh, it's yeah. so great. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's to the point now where like, I feel guilty if I don't stream for enough hours in a day, or if I take a break off, take a day off and they're like, listen, like, do what you need to do. We'll be here for you. And I'm like, no, like, I feel bad. I, I need, like, I need you guys to enjoy being here just as much as I enjoy being here kind of thing. So, sure. but it's, it's been really, it's been really, really cool. I've, I've had like three potential like job offers come through in like in tw oh, the Twitch cool. sphere of like people looking out, looking for people knowledgeable in OBS, people mm -hmm. that have built a community, people that, you know, mm -hmm. uh, know about setting up cameras and microphones and getting things like that to work. And I, you know, it's just, now I'm starting to realize like, okay, in something that I did for fun and something that I still do for fun, I've learned so much. And I've done like, again, if you go back to earlier streams, like you've seen the trial and error of me fucking things up <laughs> or things breaking midstream or this or that, and trying oh. to to figure all of that out. And it's just, it's, it's really cool to see that that could now be a potential career path, even if the stream itself doesn't become one, mm -hmm. you know, that I can offer my, my knowledge and skills, even personality skills or whatever to help somebody else or a business, you know, figure out streaming. Cause yeah. right now with quarantine, so many people are trying to get into it and yeah. realizing that it's a very beneficial, it's TV shows, you know, yeah. it's you're putting, a, yeah. you're putting a TV show in, in a lot of ways. So yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. That's awesome. Tiffany, I know you had a couple of um, questions that you were actually, you were working well, on. not even questions, but like, I'm just so curious and this is more generic and this can be for all of you really, because like, you know, the, the quarantine and the virus stuff has been real shitty, but like for all of us, it's been like a great creative outlet, but like what happens when everything goes back to normal? Like what happens to the streams? What happens to no refunds? What happens when, you know, you're back in that routine and you don't have, like, I'm just so, it's more of like a rhetorical question than anything, but I'm just so, I'm so nervous for all of like the great media content that's coming out. Well, no uh, refunds is ending. Like we're just going to be done. Like it's not even a question. Yeah, like, we're over. <laughs> we, we were, we, we, had one, we, we had one foot in the grave before this and we'll just be done. It, it's fine. <laughs> the, the moment, quarantine is over i'm done being your friends I'm, I'm part of the vibe tribe now I'm, yes. I'm, come on I'm, in i'm out i'm just i'm ricky's friend now and you guys right. just need to learn to live with that 
Okay. Yes. Alex is just like Alex is like. Uh, by the way, I'm moving to Nashville. Uh, yes. Ryan, could you ban dinosaur? Is welcome anytime. <laughs> no, Ryan, ban <laughs> Alex to dinosaur, please. Right it was now. really funny because he mentioned Nashville, and I was like, I was there like right before quarantine because maybe right. maybe I saw you. Maybe that's my, why you have a familiar face. My brother got married in Nashville last September, October. Yeah. Okay. Sometime around like fall of last year, and I was there, and what a beautiful city. Like yeah. I, mm-hmm. I. Honestly, like, I was mad at my brother for having a destination wedding, and I was like, ah, why Nashville? Why couldn't we just get married in our part of the world or her part of the world? But Nashville's so nice. Like, yeah. not and not I, to go off topic, but... And, well, I, I used <laughs> to hate Nashville. I would come through Nashville on tour, and I was like, why would anyone ever want to live here, right? It's like, it's Broadway. You've got your Bourbon Street. You've got, yeah. like, it, it just feels like any other city that has one street that's cool, and then you just yep. don't care. And then... <laughs> The more and more I came through on tour and I started having friends move here and I started visiting and things like that, I was like, you couldn't help but see how organically the city was growing and how quickly it was growing. And yeah, I moved here a little over four and a half years ago. And I will say it till the day I die. It's the best decision I've ever made. It was, um, it's, it's been everything for me. It's been such a really cool place to be. I've made an endless amount of friends and, and relationships and things like that here. Um, I think this is probably where I'll end up buying a house and, you know, unless something major changes, like this is, this is my place for sure. Um, to go back to what you were saying, uh, Tiffany, so I already notice it, um, personally. So things in Nashville are starting to come back open more, uh, in comparison to, you know, maybe other places like New York or LA. And I've noticed how, again, it's becoming harder for me to stream for as long as I used to. Uh, which is why I'm trying to like really set a schedule for myself. And it's like roughly like 2 PM to 8 PM. Whereas before I would just get on at four and be on until four, you know, without even (laughs) thinking about it. Um, So I'm starting to notice that more and it, it bums me out. I've also noticed how my viewership has changed because more people are going back to work and, and not able to be there for as long or um, things like that. Um, and same, same with uh, friends and things like that. Um, I know that personally speaking for me, I have already thought of so many ways that when touring does get back, I will remain streaming. It, it will probably be, you know, an hour or two mm-hmm. on certain days when I can be in the green room and I have good Wi-Fi and things like that. Um, but, you know, this day and age, you can you can stream from literally your phone. I can open up Streamlabs on my phone. I have my alerts. I have my chat. I have a gimbal. You know, I tested yeah. it out when I went camping and it worked. <sighs> so doing those things, I want to have, you know, even my MacBook webcam open at Monitor World during a show and just stream a show um, or find ways to buy a little portable mixer and take a left, right feed out of my monitor console mm-hmm. and have actually like good audio. Like my, I'm telling you, my mind is constantly on what can I do for my stream so it will change but I don't think that I have any inclination to let this die out if it if it doesn't die out on its own um that's always what I'm afraid of is the dying out like things just fade and I always know yeah and I honestly like I'm kind of I'm kind of excited because I think it will honestly be better for me because I will have the guy's more accessible and back Mm -hmm. so we'll be in the green room and i'll set up a little stream rig and we'll play 
Mario Kart or Call yeah. of Duty or something, you know, and if I can if I can get people on for an hour or two, like in the green room, like that's the kind of stuff that, you know, I was the same way when I was younger before I got into touring. You want to know what happens backstage and you realize mm-hmm. that it's nothing like it's nothing <laughs> insane, right? It used yeah. to be. <laughs> it used to be, but nowadays it's like, you know, we'll play some beer pong or, you know, we'll, we'll get a little rowdy every once in a while, but for the most part, it's people just hanging out, you know, playing video games or, or, you know, conversing or meeting old friends and things like that. But, um, you know, I feel like people will be drawn to that. People will be drawn to the behind the scenes of what it's like to be on tour. I've talked about it a lot mm-hmm. on stream. I want to stream that more. I want to stream yeah. a load in. I want to stream, you know, a show and things like that. So yeah, I don't know. I, cool. I can't speak for other people. Like, I don't, I don't know what's, you know, what, what's your guys' plans with the podcast? Do you think it's going to take a hit? Are you worried? Um, well, uh, see, in order for us to take a hit, we would have to have something to hit. Uh, so there's <laughs> that, that, that's first. Um, we, 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 we get like, I think, 20 or so listeners. And it's just mostly our close friends. So I, I in speaking in, in seriousness, I don't foresee us changing um, and going back uh I don't. I think we're going to continue at probably roughly the same pace. It might slow down to like once uh, every other week, um, because yeah. I, I have a feeling that once we go back to doing it normally, we probably will. Because before we were doing this, um, we would like come over to our house. We would go out and get dinner. We'd make like a whole night of it, and that, that's yeah. part of the reason why it's I think so it fun. took so long. It was. Yeah. It was so. It was have just a couple drinks, get a little loose. Exactly. It was just an excuse yeah. to hang out with friends. Um, which Eat is, too much chocolate cake and then fall asleep and then don't record a podcast at all. Oh wait, that happened once that. or twice. <laughs> Dwight yells at somebody about an extension cord, and then we don't record an episode. Never happened. Never happened once. And it wasn't Dwight, a yell. It was a suggestion to lift a chair. Um. Yeah, because, because Dwight forgets that his wife also went to school for video production and also is a teacher of video production, and she knows what she's doing. And knows what so. she's doing. You're correct. See, look at We're fighting already. Podcast yeah, all right, over. Podcast over. That, no, but... Yeah, um, so- so are you in sorry not to interrupt are you in college like are you a college teacher yeah i teach at a college i look like i'm like 15 but yeah i teach video production and radio production that's incredible i did i did audio uh slight audio design stuff in college uh for like film and television and um i i miss how fun that was and we did episodes about or classes about starting podcasts and things like that and it's just that's such a cool thing to be able to teach other people it's It is so fucking great. (laughs) Like living my dream job right now. That should be me. See, I'm going to be a professor of Twitch intelligence and I'm going to, you know, that's the new wave of people and I'm going to teach people how to build a streaming setup on a budget. And Tiffany's your college hiring. You know I mean? There we go. Right there. We got (laughs) them in. Can you imagine Ricky just shows up? (laughs) (laughs) All right, kids, listen up. Does he have to wear a teacher? Hey, bozos. (laughs) Listen up. Oh my God. Uh, that'd be hilarious in, in terms of no refunds like i i never really thought about like what we're going to do once quarantine stops but like i've really um, i speak for yourselves this is something we would normally talk about off podcast but like i've been enjoying doing it once a week and yeah. i would like be fine continuing this format but like every once in a while doing it in person yeah. and being like oh well this week works for us let's do it in person and if not we'll just keep doing it online i like yeah. it i feel like our our listeners have really been enjoying the fact that we're putting out consistent content <laughs> yeah that's which, always a plus well which like dwight said is literally just our close friends and family for the most part it's yeah. just like it's just a way of us being able to talk to our friends and share our opinions with our friends that we don't get to talk to all that often. Because, and what a- like, 
after college you don't talk to everybody every day yeah, yeah. and what i think is cool about like i don't i don't know much about your podcast like i'll be honest i haven't i haven't listened to previous episodes Fine. or things like that but if, if correct me if i'm wrong but it it doesn't seem like you have a ton of like research to do it's not like you're doing like what's the news of the week and things like that where you where it's like where it becomes a second job like take crash test live for example like there's a ton of work back-end work that goes into like that podcast happening whereas like for you guys to have to you know separate a um an hour and a half to two hours out of out of a week you know Mm -hmm. to be able to hang out and talk it doesn't seem you know it doesn't seem like there's no reason why you can't continue to do it um I 100% agree with that. Yeah, the, the whole uh, our whole planning is like, well, what have you been up to this week? That's really what it yeah. kind of devolves into usually. Yeah, um, yeah. So. I do. Oh, we are. I do research live. Like somebody says something, and I go, "Wait a minute, that that's mean? not right." Please Hold don't on. fact check me. Don't fact I fact checked all. Oh, I fact checked all the time. Yeah, um, Band of Brothers actually was 14 episodes. So uh, come on. Yeah. Steven Spielberg produced it. Was an executive producer on it. Mm-hmm. I looked it up. Ooh, fancy. And, never mind. I'm. Forget it. Forget it. It's all good. Um, <laughs> what's up, Alex? What is it, is it? My turn for my segment. Oh, I was actually <laughs> going to go into emails, but um, oh, can we can it... we read email? Wait, why are we going to read what? emails? We're like an hour into this. Yeah, I know. When Usually, do I, when when do I do my questions? <laughs> you want to do them right now? Oh, those questions. Is... I was going to do those after yeah. emails, but you can do them now. Oh, so, no, no, we is... can. Do... You know what? Emails will Let's take like three seconds. Welcome to the tease, podcast. It's tease my segment, guys. Alex has, Alex has a big segment Coming for you, Ricky. After this ad break, here we go. Dun, dun, dun. So, this um, is usually what the podcast is. Yeah, so it's a you, shit show. Usually, um, we, at this point, or not even at this point, way earlier, we tend to do uh, emails, which usually is uh, none to like one uh, from our friends. So we have two this week. Um, so we're gonna, I'm going to go ahead and share these out. Uh, oh, there's share. no names or anything. I right? blurred every names. Okay. Cool. I, I already. I, I. I. This is the most prep I've ever done for this show. I. I. I screenshot things. And this is. And o- I, this is okay being on stream, right? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. As oh, long as you're. Email from. Lo- oh, I know who. The, wait. As long as you're okay with. I think shits in one of them. Yeah, you're fine. That's okay. Yeah, absolutely fine. In fact, I think this would be funny for stream. So um. What the fuck is so this, this one is from Jesse. Uh, oh, okay. I was going to listen to music, but this was just as good, referring to Brian's email. And I have Brian's email right here. Uh, our friend Brian emailed in because we had just been playing Tony Hawk. Oh, so he just, he just emailed running. us uh, literally to the Superman lyrics. <laughs> Doing everything I can. Putting <laughs> on to what I am. Pretending I'm a Superman. Ex- yes. Exactly. So uh, that is the context for what Jesse was listening to. And what why can't heck? I go back, 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 back? Why isn't this working? Boo. Boo. Oh my god, I ruined it. I ruined it. There we go. Is that, is that still sharing? Yep. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. All right, so uh, episode 60, question for everyone. You mentioned that you were going to play some spooky games for October on your Twitch channel. Psh, go and check it out, peeps. I did not um, pay for this, but yes, I have been streaming um, spooky games on uh, No Refunds Podcast at Twitch TV. Um, what is your favorite? What is you favorite spooky game? Do you like spooky themed games better or scary games better that get your heart rate going? Super fan signing off. I responded with Is there a with, difference? Lol. I don't know. According to this email, there is. Um, to me, all games games are spooky games and i hate them all (laughs) i i hate every spooky scary game you can throw my way i just i don't enjoy them i was watching you and donuts play phantom malabloom or whatever it was called phasmophobia there we go that was um a thing of beauty 
Uh, I really enjoyed watching that. That made me made my heart smile. And and all of those scares, don't get me wrong, are not that those are not over exaggerated. That is how terrified <laughs> I am of these games. Um, when Jack was over, we we had played um, the newest Resident Evil, mm-hmm. um, and holy shit, I was <laughs> terrified. I don't. So the uh, the last spooky game I can remember playing is I played PT. Oh. In the back of a tour bus when I was on tour with August Burns Red, and I was alone in Europe. I downloaded it for like three days <laughs> off of European Wi-Fi and played it. And I was so scared. I just I'm not somebody I don't like what I don't like scary movies. I don't like scary anything. I don't like jump scares. Don't come behind me. Don't don't scare me. I, I hate it all. So uh I was like, all right, fine, we'll play Resident Evil. And I can't do it. I literally cannot do it. It's it's something. Maybe if I didn't have to wear headphones, like you know, when you're streaming, oh, you got a headphones yeah. that was and it gets right that. here, and that's phasmophobia, right? Phasmophobia is like they're breathing in your ear, and like they're just being like, like all these like weird noise. It's like sorry for the ASMR <laughs> that are like right in your ears. Um, and I just. I, I don't like it, but it is fun, right? It is it is enjoyable, and Phasmophobia is nice because um, it's co-op, so you're doing it with other people, um, but they do have situations in that game where it's like the ghost will only react if you're alone, so you can't be with all those people all the time. Um, and I've told my stream that if I ever get to the point of getting 2,000 subscribers, I will let them choose the scariest game that they can pick, and I will play it on stream late at night to completion and it will probably give me a heart attack i will physically die from that game that's as completion uh, as you can get so uh, yeah. that's fair yeah i saw you you were playing like nes games yeah was it last yeah, night yeah last night like i was, I, was jaws. Yep, I played jaws um, i beat jaws eventually i beat friday the 13th nes for the first time in my life last night that was pretty awesome yes. i got very far in um nightmare on elm street and i also played castlevania monster. like you said yeah. and you monster party monster i played monster party. party that was a weird one that was fun that- that game looked really cool, but also so weird. Yeah, it was very nineteen eighty nine. Yeah, I've never heard of it. You fought an onion ring. Yeah, it's um, <laughs> it's this weird game about this kid named I think it's Mark who gets uh kidnapped by a, oh, hi Mark by a by by a, a demon taken to his world and then he has to fight things with a baseball bat. Very strange, but it was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, my favorite. What's funny is like. Is I bet that I, by name I can't recognize it, but if you showed me a second of it, I would be like, "Oh yeah, I remember playing oh, that game." Obviously, yeah, that, yeah. yeah, it's it's a, such a weird one. You, yeah, Tiffany was right. At one point, you literally are fighting fried food. It's it makes no sense. But it's fun. <laughs> onion ring. I would eat that onion ring. It looks so fucking good. Didn't you play Karate Kid too? I did. I I, <laughs> I I ended up getting like not bored, but I was just like I ran out of spooky games, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'll just put on Karate Kid" because I've been thinking about Cobra Kai a lot, and I was like, "Well, oh, shit, I, I have I have Karate Kid, so I'll just play it." Um, <laughs> yeah. That game is not that great, um, <laughs> but it's. How it are was you? Cool. How are you? How are you streaming it? It's just through a capture card. Uh, I have a Retron Five that um, I can, so I can play uh, NES, Super NES, uh, Genesis, uh, GBA, and then the Famicom versions of those as well. Um, and I have uh, an Elgato, just a uh, the HDMI patch through yeah. thing. Yeah, HD sixty or whatever. Card. Yep, yeah. yep, cool. sixty. Yeah, cool. it's uh, it's been fun. I bought that like a couple of years ago at this point. I never really got that much use out of it until semi recently. I've been doing. Well, be uh, glad because they're impossible to find now. Oh yeah, I can yeah. imagine. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I managed to buy it like secondhand or something like that. Um, back to the email though. Was my favorite spooky game? I don't know. 
uh you know probably resident evil 4 might be my favorite spooky game i don't know if that's still spooky but i really liked resident evil 4 i never found resident evil 4 to be scary but that is also i would say one of the that's the best resident evil game i've ever played i think that I, i remember playing it on the wii and i loved it i loved like the controls with the wii sensor i thought it was like so much better than most typical aiming games back in the back then but um is we back in the day already like is that yep. when, when we're talking oh, about the we it's back oh, in yeah. the day a hundred percent we were seniors yeah. in college i think when that no no we were i was we, the day we no, bought I was the a Wii. freshman so i was it was 2007 i was a yeah. freshman in college the, the we day were... the day the we came out tiffany we oh. went we stood in line in at best buy and then but that I, night oh, we went we to go s- see plus 44 it we was an soft. awesome fucking yes, day. I was, and I was so fucking sick. I was so sick. And I slept outside of that Best Buy in a sleeping bag. And I was so fucking sick. That was sophomore year of college. Yes. So 2007. Exactly. That was because I was still living with uh, people that I don't like. Correct. Well, I didn't like anybody I lived with. But yeah. <laughs> you were very so Alex that, um, back then. Uh, Alex, what very... is uh, your favorite spooky? So for me it's uh i'm torn between three games one oh, one that i don't mm. it's definitely my favorite but i don't know that i'd classify it as spooky which is why i don't want to say it um but the other two are two that i played back to back back in like 2004 when i got my first gaming rig and they were doom 3 and quake 4 which mm. were two like first person shooters that were like all about flashlight usage and scaring you with darkness in a first-person shooter. And I loved the shit out of those games. Like, you know, however old I was, 13, 14-year-old me thought it was the coolest shit ever. Was Doom uh, 3 the one, too, that took, like, it It, it changed kind of how Doom played and they went more of, like, the horror yep. route yeah, with absolutely. it? Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, okay, I do remember that. That was, like, it, a huge... And it was, like, a graphically like pretty intense game that like oh, yeah. Kind of, yeah okay mm-hmm. yep it was doom 3 and then they actually released an expansion for it called doom 3 resurrection Ooh. which was just like doom 3 on crack and it was amazing i i remember grabbing like my um uh, my uncle who was really religious like grew up <laughs> in like pennsylvania dutch country and i remember grabbing him and being like i want to show you something at easter or something (laughs) brought brought him up to my room and brought him to my computer and i was like look at this it's so cool and i started playing doom 3 and he was the nicest human being ever he's like oh that's really cool it's really awesome that you're into that and like in hindsight i now think of that and i go what the fuck was i thinking (laughs) I, i was such an idiot but like at the time i just wanted to share something something i loved with someone i loved yeah and i didn't really make the connection like not everyone's gonna super be into that sort of thing (laughs) so but that that would probably be my answer for favorite spooky game and this is where i make a this is where i make a joke about dwight what sharing something i love with the person i love but i don't know where Uh, i was going with that i was trying to be mean to you and it i Never mind. I gotcha. I, I agree. That's fair. Uh, Tiffany, do you have a favorite spooky game, or have you ever played a spooky um, game? My favorite spooky game is Animal Crossing when it is spooky time. That's a good answer. <laughs> oh, okay. Answer. Halloween right time. Right now, in Animal Crossing, it is... I also don't like spooky stuff. I don't... I am not a... I like, also love the word spooky. I don't love spooky stuff, but I do spooky. love Animal Crossing, so... Well, that's fantastic. That's 
That's a that's a great honest answer, and I love that so much. I do too. Okay, so moving on to our uh, second and last email. Um, so the subject of this one is uh, No Refunds Podcast, a.k.a. Brown Squadron, <laughs> a.k.a. Poop Party, a.k.a. Fecal Faction, a.k.a. Shitsuckers. Thank you, Billy. Um, I don't think you knew that this was going to be broadcast to a bunch of people, Billy, so enjoy that. Dear No Refunds <laughs> Podcast, uh, I have nothing of interest to talk about. Uh, so in no order, here is some junk. One, episode 60 was the best episode ever of the podcast. B, Hades is hands down the best game of the century. Fight me. Three, um, that's a good uh, Home Alone-ish joke there. Uh, I, have I have a recommendation for Tiffany. It is called Hori Potter and the Sorcerer's Balls. It's a lighthearted romp around the pornography world where not only, where not only a Patronus can shoot out a magic wand. I'm talking about semen. Gross, Billy. Uh, that's it. Enjoy your regularly scheduled programming. Love, definitely not Billy. So we have nothing else to say about that one other than... Uh, can, I, can I talk about this Absolutely, quick? please. So yes, please, please. So here's where all my, my brain is going. So... First off, ep episode 60 was the best episode ever of the podcast. That's great to hear because that means that you are doing better with every episode. Thank you. So take that as like a massive compliment because I don't know what you talked about in episode 60, but hey, you're doing something right if that was their favorite episode. Uh, B, Hades is hands down the best game of the century ever. Fight me. I actually watched a ton of streams of this game. And I think it does look incredibly interesting. I don't think it's a game I would particularly play and enjoy. So if you've played it or know much about it, I'd love to know more about it. But um, listen to episode, episode 60. 60. <laughs> yeah. Alex okay, talked so about it. The whole bunch. About it? Okay. Yeah. Great. Okay. Greatest game ever made. Let's okay. Just keep going. <laughs> Great. And then I'll just skip over three because. Yeah. I... Yeah. That's, that's one that um, I'm going to okay. move back to the other one. I'm going to stop sharing my screen. Right. <laughs> the joke with the joke yeah. with number three is that I am a person. Everybody is like, oh, you would love this. Oh, I recommend this to you. And I fucking hate it. Every time someone says you should watch this, you should do this. I'm like, I'm not going to do that thing or watch that thing or stop recommending stuff to me so now people are continuing to recommend stuff to me and i'm like please stop please stop um, so, yeah. i feel bad for recommending you breaking bad and telling you that you need to no, watch it. you're fine yeah she she came close to the edge on that one it was pretty uh, i could see it it was like fuming she's like <laughs> he recommended but he's our guest yeah how it's dare like you <laughs> I, I know Tiffany hates recommendations I and I, I still recommend things to her because it's like a, like a habit of mine to just be like, hey, I know things that you like. It's I a wanna, point of conversation I, as I well. Just being like, hey, let's talk about this. Yeah. yeah. But I like you, Alex, so I, I would trust that well, anything guys, you would recommend to me guys, would be can, something I'd like. Can somebody clip that? Because she just <laughs> yeah, hold on, I got you. I got she you. Just admitted that she liked me right. for the first I time it. ever, maybe. That's not true. That is not true. Too good. Um, so we didn't we so we didn't get that many questions from the email. However, uh, Ricky, we do have a bunch of questions for you submitted from uh, my friend Brian. Uh, I asked I asked some people that I know um, uh, to to submit some questions. And Alex, you've got them written down, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh. In, in, in Brian's defense, I just want to give this um, clarifying oh, no. statement. These aren't all from Brian because okay. I just want Brian to be able to be proud of the questions he submitted and not have to take credit for some of the other questions so, that might not go over so well. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. Did did uh what did you say to get Brian to submit questions? Did you say, Hey, we're having hey, do you have any questions for Ricky? 
It was just, yeah, hey, do you have any questions just, for Ricky? Does this no Brian context. know who I am or no? No. Nope. No idea. Nope. No idea. <laughs> Brian, Brian, Brian was my best friend, uh, best man at my wedding. Um, <laughs> he, he is uh, the, my best friend in, in the whole world. So cool. He, he's a good guy. The, there are... a, he is a very, very odd, quirky, unique sense of humor. Yeah. So there, the, none of these questions are going to be, what was your mother's maiden name? What's your social security <laughs> number? Nothing like that. Those okay? were questions that were okay. submitted, though. But we're, I, we're mixing them right I almost jokingly just spit out my social security <laughs> number, and I was like, because I was like, mother's maiden name, Milne, social security number. I was like about to get with it. I was like, no, you idiot. Oh. Three. Okay. So. <laughs> Three. I'm, this is kind of a rapid fire thing. If you want to take some time on a question, feel free. But I hate this. literally none of them are very serious. Okay. <clears throat> Except for the how toothbrush big, one. How big do you order? <laughs> oh, God. Stop interrupting me. How big do you order your soft serve ice cream at peak summer? Okay, so quickly, I will just say I always get the smallest amount because I, I, I'm kind of like dairy and I'm kind of lactose intolerant a little Ooh. bit. So I do love uh, ice cream and I do love dairy, but I can't handle it as well as I used to. So I like the taste of it. I always get the smallest one that I can get. Okay. Spitfire, best, next one. Best, ha- best Halloween candy. Uh, Reese's Reese's Cups, but the pumpkins, the pumpkin Reese's Cups. <gasps> okay. Uh, worst thing you ever did in a cafeteria. <laughs> oh God! I mean, I started a food fight once, so I guess Ooh. that's pretty bad. Uh, in middle school, I think some kid was talking shit, and I threw a Mexican pizza at his face, and then I got everyone else to start throwing shit. It was really bad. How How much have you ever hurt yourself eating too much fruit? <laughs> Specifically, fruit. Oh. <laughs> This is actually probably more introspective than I would want it to be because I love fruit. Um, I, when people ask me, like, I was, I, I'm not a massive sweets person, um, but I love fruit is like nature's candy to me. So I love like grapes, strawberries, uh, pineapple. I mean, I could go on the list. So my biggest problem is that I used to, as a kid, always start my day with a massive bag of green grapes. And the acid in that would Ooh. destroy my stomach. I'm pretty sure I have like zero lining to my stomach anymore because of how much fruit I ate. So I've probably done a lot of real physical damage based off of how much fruit I eat. Wow. You're getting I real answers, Alex. I can't yeah. believe that question. Not only did Brian say the answer was probably going to be grapes, <laughs> but but he was like, I'm sure, I'm sure he's going to have some sort of answer to this question. I thought yeah. it was a throwaway question. Holy shit. Um, what color is your no toothbrush? What color is your toothbrush? It's black. It's a Philips Sonicare toothbrush. Perfect. So it's black. Who's your favorite Spice Girl? Sporty. Ah. Ooh. What would the name of your monkey butler be? Oh, Miles. Ah. <laughs> Have you ever worn socks with sandals? Yes. Did you see Goodwill Hunting in the theater? No. Uh, if you could only pick one type of sock to wear forever, what would it be? Stance, what? like the big, like pull-up stance socks. Ooh, okay. Yes. How much cereal could you eat in the next five minutes? Okay, so again, going back to my lactose thing, if this was like high school, college, Rick, I could eat a massive Tupperware full of it. Now what? I don't even really eat cereal anymore. Okay. Ooh. So if it would have to were... be dry. I'll say a red Solo cup. Okay. <laughs> if you were an enemy in Jaws, the NES game, which one would you be? The uh, Stingray. Okay. And last question. What was the first album you ever bought with your own money? Oh, shit. Um, Lit, My Own Worst Enemy. Nice. Solid. And I, it was 
not a it's not a great first no. one it's no. not a great it's first not. one to have but my, that was the first one i bought with my own money mine was eve six horoscope <laughs> mine was uh chumbawamba tub thumping nice. okay nice on I cassette my, on cassette. I literally i think my second cd i ever bought was the soundtrack to ace ventura 2 when nature calls fuck yeah Ooh. that's one of my favorite movies that was not my top 10 <laughs> baby <laughs> Um, and and that honestly, one hundred percent was my first entryway into metal music because of I forgot who the artist was, but the song when he's in the jeep, uh, oh, is yeah. like it's white zombie. It, oh it's, really? It's white oh, zombie, and I was like, I was like, what is this rad music? And my dad gave me when I was a kid like these massive tower speakers from like the eighties, and I used to be in my <laughs> room rocking to White Zombie from the Ace Ventura two soundtrack. That is awesome. Yeah. Well, Tiffany, what was your answer? I don't think we heard yeah. it. I don't know, but I think the first album I remember having, but it wasn't one that I bought, was uh, Hanson, Middle Ooh. of Nowhere. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what the first album did I bought have, was. My did own that have Mbop on it? Was that, oh, yeah. That okay. Oh, oh, Great. I was. I was firmly in the Hanson. Do you world. do you still love Hanson? Because people that I know personally that love Hanson still like will pay to see them and go to meet and greets. Like I feel like Hanson fans are dot like ride or die. There's a story. Life here. or death. I have a story about this actually. So my okay. freshman year of college, I went to Emerson in Boston, and Hanson had just come out with their album, and they did like a documentary or they did something, and they came, and I was like, "Fuck yes, Hanson! I'm all about it." And uh, I love Taylor Hanson. That was like my, that was my guy yeah. or whatever. You had your Taylor poster ready to go to hold up in the air. He was kind of an asshole. So I was like, oh no. Eh. Yeah, I was kind of bummed out. I, but so, yeah. Isn't that like, isn't that so tragic how, as somebody who's in this industry and, and take any kind of celebrity mm-hmm. or anything like that, it, all it takes is one little yep. thing and yep. you could ruin somebody's view on you 100 yep. percent. you could be having a bad day and if you're not like you know smiles all mm-hmm. ready to go and happy somebody's like you know what they write you off and they're just like yeah. nope not for me it's like it's kind of it's kind of sad i, I can't it's imagine funny. that pressure like that's insane like to like yeah. you have to be constantly on i'm sure you feel a little bit with the stream like it's just one of those things where like you know like you're saying you just have mm-hmm. a bad day and now you've like lost a fan for life for over mm-hmm. something like like innocuous like something that doesn't really like in the long run matter but yeah that, that, yeah, that yeah i try i try i try to like i, I don't really want to talk about the stream too much because i don't I, I feel like i do i feel i, I we love really it talk about it's it's the most relevant thing in my life in the last six months so it's it's so mm-hmm. easy for me to talk about but there are so many times where i may not want to get on or i'm having a hard day or a rough day and i have to like hey it's your favorite bozo and i'm here to go and blah blah blah, blah. and like it's 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 what I found is that on the days where I really don't want to do it, people support me the most. And mm-hmm. it's so weird because yeah. it's not like I, it's not like I ask for it and it's, and I try to do really good about not showing that there are certain times where I do get frustrated. And part of the comedy in the stream is when I do get frustrated and stressed and like venting, but there were times like kind of earlier on where I would struggle with, what my stream was and if i started to lose viewers i was so concerned about my viewership and trying to it was like okay we got affiliate we have to hit partner we got to get 75 average viewers and like now that i've been doing this for six months that's such a that's such a hard 
goal to hit. That's such a hard number to hit. And I, but I worried about it so much back then that if I had like 50 people watching and then in an, in 30 minutes, if that dropped to like 30, I'd be so defeated. And I was like, you know what? Sorry. Like I got a phone call. I got to, I got to end the stream, blah, 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 blah. And I would end the stream and I would sit in my room and be like pissed and I would be defeated and bummed out and all of that. Um, and then I started to realize that like, that just made for such a unorganic experience for other people. And I wasn't being myself and I wasn't having fun and I was treating it too much like it was a job. Whereas now what I find that works for me is like, I will have days where I'm like, you know what? I want to be really interactive. I want to hang out with the stream. Let's play what they want to play. We do marbles. We do Mario Kart. We do this, we do that. And then there's certain days where I'm like, you know what? I don't really want to play video games at all. Let's just talk for two hours and maybe that'll happen. Maybe that'll naturally happen. And if it does, I'm going to play something that I want to play. I'm going to play, you know, what whatever I'm into at the time. But, you know, there's that, there's that fine balance but um yeah to go back to what we were saying earlier i just you know it's it's very difficult because when it does become something that's more serious there are definitely days where you may not want to do it but you have to you still have to be personable and you can't be i can't be this person that like comes on and i'm like fuck the world everything sucks like life is hard you know because they're gonna react to that and and they do like when i'm bummed or when i'm stressed or pissed the chat like it gets kind of weird and there's like a disconnect and it it, it mm-hmm. feels weird and i'm like you know thankfully they're like hey like take a walk like yeah. have some water and i'm like i don't need water i don't need a walk like i'm good i'm an adult you know how, i can do what i want get redeemed Chugs. you know but at the same time i know that they do it because they care and because they they want me to you know feel better so yeah it's yeah. like I think it's like impossible to expect somebody to be on, you know, constantly. That's just not a realistic human expectation. So it's yeah, really and- nice that you have people who, you know, support you and are uh, willing to accept, you know, hey, maybe it's not going to be a, a 10 hour stream today. Yeah. I'm on all the time, baby. Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> sure. The strong woman. I'm always off, which is why, which like I, I'm always at my lowest, so no one ever sees me in a good place. So it's great. It's just, yeah. I, I and I think like going back, it's hard to like think about that for like actors or you know very popular musicians yeah. and things like that, where yeah. like you know you you may have shit going on at home. And now you have to go do a meet and greet. Now you have to go meet people and be this person and you can't let that come out. And I've, I've always said that like personally, you know, I would love to be rich. I would never want to be rich and famous. I don't ever want to be famous and have those expectations and things like that. Like it's, it's a lot of pressure and you know, it's, it's a, it's a lot to have to worry about. And, you know, I, I think being in touring and now doing this has made me realize that so much more that like some people have their bad days and it's all good. And like, you just got to learn to brush things off. Um, so, you know, maybe give Taylor another chance. Yeah. Uh, Timmy, that's that's one way of saying, don't be a rude. He has like eight kids now. He, I just heard on the radio, like last week, like they had like him and his wife had like their seventh or eighth kid. I'm like, eh, Staying busy. They're doing like, well. Like, do you do you think that people, when they talk about Taylor, they're like, you know, that guy's really a dickhead, or are they like, no, he's actually super genuine, he's super nice. It could go either way, you know. None yeah, of us really I don't know. know, but it's interesting I, to think about. It's that stuff is all weird to me, and like, I don't want to like gush about my internship, but like, I I was an intern on season nine of Scrubs. 
Whoa. Uh, okay. Yeah. Talk about favorite shows. Holy shit. Did I not talk about Scrubs? No, you did not. That was my number one. Uh, uh, that was my internship. And like, like Zach Braff kind of has that like, you know, oh, he's kind of a kind of an asshole. But like, you see these cast and the, and the crew, you see them over the course of, I was there for a semester. So you see them over the course of whatever, 15 weeks. So like you start to get an idea of like, oh, this person's having a bad day or this person is like, so it, it's that one interaction is so hard. If you have mm-hmm. a bad interaction with somebody, you're like, ugh. but like being able to spend time with people, you're like, yeah, okay, I get you. Yeah. You can kind of <laughs> see them for more so for who they are, you know? Yeah. Oh, I'll talk about scrubs all day. <laughs> <laughs> You're just going to have to have me on again and we could just do have a scrubs podcast and we can talk yeah, about that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I know we haven't talked about, about this on you the podcast, Alex. but <laughs> I know Zach Raff's, his dog just, he had to put his dog to sleep. Very um, sad. I, I walked that dog. Oh, that's my, man. that's my claim to fame. As a recent dog owner, that's probably the most horrifying oh. things I'm thinking about. I see Raymond yeah. there in the background. Oh. yeah sweet ray's like t- 10 years old and i'm just like uh, i don't know how much time i have with you to be fair yeah. like you know i he, but he's a homeless man's dog so i think he's gonna live till he's like 40 <laughs> he's gonna last forever i saw a meme once that was it was like me calling the animal shelter yes i want to be completely devastated in 10 to 13 years <laughs> and that's what yeah. it is Sucks. Yeah. and that's like that's such a, a harsh <laughs> truth you have to realize not to get dark but as a pet owner like you are going to most likely outlive your pet um and it's like it's you know yeah. but their their love is so so much stronger than most humans is that it's like it's worth it you know and they steal your chairs you see that big orange thing back there stealing, stealing my feet <laughs> yeah. what a rudo here he goes yeah, i just got i got ray he's <laughs> dead right now he's like okay here i am my love for spencer is is greater than my love for dwight <laughs> i'm not shocked there's uh, so, a dog on a camera now mm-hmm Oh, you got him up on the stream. I'm not. I'm, I'm not watching stream or anything. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Very professional, Alex. So, Alex, I'll actually take this opportunity and throw it to you. Um, so, hey. you. I don't know how you want to do this. If you want to do what we've been up to, or if you wanted to ask your big question, or what, what what's been going on, Alex? What Welcome to no refunds. This is a terrible. How thing, do you Alex. How do you want to do this, Dwight? Don't you're, know. You're don't the care. Podcast runner. Oh, you own fuck. the podcast. I guess I'm I just technically a guest. do. No, Are we bullshit. talking about an extension cord right now? <laughs> yes. what's happening i'm fucking done here bye <laughs> is this the podcast uh well this has been a good episode of no refunds uh bye everyone <laughs> <laughs> no so uh, no. um alex you've recently watched them i don't even know i don't know what the movie is yeah so okay um so i watched a movie <laughs> just got serious hold on not to interrupt you can i be Shit. honest really 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 quick here? Yeah, I have I have wireless headphones on. I'm gonna run to the bathroom really quick, yep. but I can still hear it. you. So I'm gonna listen to what you talk about, and then I'll be right back. Absolutely. You're good. I'm gonna uh, go pee after. Oh man, so much, so much peeing going on. Everybody just go pee. A lot, I of, like bo- it. A lot of bodily fluids. If everybody right Ricky can hear pee, us too. We can all pee. Well, let's just talk about Ricky while he's gone. Yeah, he's man, a pretty cool man, dude, right? Having fun. A, a, Ricky left the stream an hour. Ooh, possession yeah, yeah. it is that our is a, power that is a handsome gentleman i i must say i um hey girl hey hi stream so this is our stream now hey stream <laughs> yeah. welcome hi, to vibe nation um we I are love, no refunds love, we have taken it over i love <laughs> all of you guys especially all you people that were yelling at me <laughs> where have people been yelling at you i have literally have not been looking at the chat at all are you getting yelled at, they yelled at me when they yelled at me when i pointed out that they were s- spreading all the love so they were like alex stop calling us out stop 
bringing attention. Um, wow. People who j- just jump on this stream right now, like if people just popped in, they're going to be so fucking yeah, confused. Like, what the fuck and is this? Who, who I mean, are these people? Ricky's yeah, chair is here. And, and his dog, Ray. Ray. Raymond. Raymond. Um, on the couch right there. Yeah. Beautiful. So... Ricky, you okay. missed the, you missed you missed the question. It was really intense. And uh, yeah. what's what's your response to it? I love I love that I said so earlier before I like jumped into the Zoom. I was like, all right, stream. Just so you know, I'm not going to pay attention to chat really at all. I don't want to be unprofessional. I wanted to like you know to really enjoy this. And here we are with Alex, <laughs> just been yapping on in my chat, just hanging out. Yeah, I'm I feel like I'm ta- missing out. I'm friends with chat now. I'm friends. I with love. I love it. I'm I love you, they're, chat. They're addictive. They're they're um, a loving welcome. That chat, you. that crossover of the chat that has come into Dwight's stream. I like live Dude. for it. I Tiffany live, gets really excited whenever anyone from Bozo. They love. Uh, they love that Biden. Dorito. Live. I. That is my. Mm. Tiffany discovered oh, that while that Alex chat. was doing Twitch stream or Twitch sings or whatever it's called. Twitch sings. Yeah. You. Yeah, yeah. I, I was told I was told to tell Ricky that I got bonked. Oh, shit. You so, got bonked. You must have said some shit then. What does you. that mean? I don't know what it means, when, but when I got you bonked. Say something, when you say something like usually sexual or out of line, oh, yeah. is when is oh, when you get a bonk. I what remember what I said. I said when Ricky made the noise that he made, uh the ASMR yep. like creepy noise, I said it sounds like a demigorgon having a good time okay wow. yeah, that's yeah. a bonk that's bonk worthy for bam, 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 bam. wow, um, <laughs> wow. So back, back to my wow. question yeah sorry sorry i just really had to go to the bathroom i'm curious no, as to go. how much you're this good. is going to make it into the podcast tiffany honestly, you're editing right honestly, i'll edit it yeah I'll, it's all saying in we usually take a bathroom break like halfway through an episode because tiffany and i have bladders like the size of an ant um <laughs> And I'm nervous, he, so I'm just drinking a lot more. What are you yeah. nervous about? We we should be nervous. No, I'm not We're, nervous. Okay. No, no, no. I'm having I'm having I'm truly having a blast. This is so awesome. easy. I'm glad to hear it. Um so I actually I watched I watched this movie like a couple weeks ago when it came out on Netflix. I couldn't even tell you what day it was actually. Tuesday. But um it was called I'm thinking of ending things. Bird box. And, oh, I have it, Yeah, bird box. <laughs> bird box. <laughs> I watched it like three years ago. Um <laughs> It came out, I don't know, a month ago on Netflix. Was the Charlie Kaufman one? Yes. So it's the the newest movie from Charlie Kaufman. For those of you who don't know who Charlie Kaufman is. I don't. He is a award-winning screenwriter who wrote um, Adaptation was, I think, the first movie he wrote. He also did Being John Malkovich, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Uh, Um, I think Adaptation uh, was his first direction, directing, because John Malkovich came out earlier. Oh, okay. Uh, then Schenectady, New York, and Amalisa. Um, no, Anomalisa was his last one, which was stop motion. Don't then, cry for me, Anomalisa. That then, one. Yes. This Sorry. was his. I, I got don't it. Know why I did that? <laughs> this was his most recent movie called "I'm Thinking of Ending Things." It's based off of a book by someone. Someone can fact check me. I don't. I don't know. It's based Come off. On of a it. book. Um. And it's about a girl who's played by Jesse Buckley, who is going to visit her boyfriend's parents. Her boyfriend is played by Jesse Plemons of um, Breaking Bad. Todd of Breaking of Breaking Bad fame. Cool. Um, and th- they go to visit his parents. That's literally the plot of the movie. Um, the parents are played by Tony Collette and David Thewlis. 
Um, and it is, for those of you who don't know Charlie Kaufman, his movies are really weird. Like if you've ever seen Being John Malkovich or Schenectady, New York or Eternal Sunshine, they're fucking trippy movies and they tend to be really philosophical and deal with life and loss and um, kind of like aloneness to a certain degree. Pretty much all of his movies have very similar themes. And this was very much a lot of the same. It's very weird. It's very out there, even more out there than I think I was ready for. Like, I love Charlie Kaufman movies. Schenectady, New York, and Eternal Sunshine are two of my favorite movies, uh, like, of all time. Like, probably top 50. I mean, top 50 for me is pretty good. Do you have a top 50? I do. Jesus Christ. So, for for chat and mostly for Ricky, I love movies. I watch movies constantly. I've probably seen like three to 4,000 movies in my lifetime. Cool. I, I love movies. So I have a top 50, which is usually what I'm referring to when I say something's my favorite, one of my favorite movies because yeah. like, I, I think it's, I think it's percentage based, you know, yeah. but before yeah. everything shut down, Alex, how many movies did you see like in theaters last year or the year before? It's like in the hundreds, right? I lo- yeah, like I, I see like a hundred plus movies in theaters every year. Because you have so that you AMC definitely had thing. the, uh, what was the card? You definitely had that. It was like then. Stubbs uh, or whatever, right? The Red I, I, I never had Movie Pass. Um, I oh. had I had the AMC Stubbs. Um, which is a local, which, probably a local chain for us, but it's it's basically Movie Pass, but for AMC yeah, okay. chain theaters. Yeah, when yeah. they all realize they need to compete with Movie Pass and yeah. they started making their own. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I saw this movie and I liked it. I thought it was a good movie, but I found that the movie like stayed with me for like, not just hours afterwards, but days. I was constantly thinking about the themes of the movie, what certain scenes meant. It Mm -hmm. really, it really sat with me in a way that movies don't normally do for me. Normally movies are kind of like you watch it, you enjoy it. You can talk about it from a, filmmaking perspective you can talk about like i talk about mad max fury road all the time because of the the stunts and the cinematography and that's like the sticking point but for this movie it was the themes of it and how certain scenes played into those themes and how they were ambiguous enough to start a conversation about what they were trying to mean yeah. and i i found that the mo- the most enjoyment I got out of the movie was from the thoughts it brought me. Like, so I, I was having trouble coming up with how-, with how I wanted to phrase the question. Basically, I wanted to talk about media that we enjoy more as a thought experiment or like in a in a philosophical like thinking perspective than in the actual media when you're sitting there watching it. So a couple of other movies that I've heard people talk about like this are like inception i've heard a lot of people talk about like that's a good movie but like it's a movie that we don't want to talk about the movie so much as what it means um another one that sat with me in a similar way was it comes at night the horror movie with joel edgerton from two years ago i think um so i want to throw it to you guys like have you ever had that kind of experience where you like watch or like even video games i'm not talking about just movies like video games television books 
like i i could see dwight talking about like majora's mask in this way i know he doesn't love the movie but like mm, i know we we've had talks about the themes of the game a lot and we've talked a good good amount about it like is that something that kind of resonates with you in the same way where you're like i don't love this but it's interesting to think about while you were talking about that i something just popped into my mind and this happened to me it's not philosophical at all right um dwight do you remember the movie inside out the pixar movie yeah how can i forget that one yeah it was fine. It's a cute movie. It's like, oh, this girl growing up and going through her memories and all of that stuff. And it's a fine movie. I bawled in the car on the way home thinking mm-hmm. about like my own memories and like my childhood and growing up. Yeah. And it's like that type of experience where like I've never watched Inside Out again. I couldn't really care less about it or I could care less. Couldn't care less. Words. But that was something that the the themes of like growing up and childhood and like what you remember and what you forget and what kind of gets pushed aside like that that like stuck with me like for like and it still has because I'm still remembering it now like anything like about growing up and childhood. That's why I love like coming of age movies where I'm like, how many times can you do the same thing where like boy finds himself, girl finds herself, and it's like it's very it's all similar, but like those themes I'm like yes. I like eat that shit up. So that was just something I thought of. <laughs> Majora's <laughs> so Mask is, a, is an interesting take, Alex. And uh, I do agree with you, actually, because um, uh, I don't dislike playing that game. But yeah, the theming of it is a lot more interesting to me than the actual uh, game itself. Uh, what I keep on what I'm thinking of right now and coming back to is actually um, a documentary called American Movie. Uh, it was on my favorite movies list, but I'm, I'm going to uh, for those who don't know, American Movie is a, a documentary that takes place, I think, in 1997. And it's about this filmmaker called Mark Borch. Borch? Borch, Borch I think is. Um, and he he's an amateur filmmaker and he uh, wants to create the next big American uh, masterpiece. He wants to be the next Hitchcock. He wants to be the next Spielberg. And um, I watched this movie in film school. And while it's just like a standard documentary, basically, the watching this one he's not even a character. He's a human watching. Uh, he's, he's a real person watching this person, like, um, like try and strive for their dream. And I've watched that movie now at many different points in my life. And I have seen myself reflected in these like hopes and dreams and like wants and, uh, where you like, there, there's this one sequence where he, I think he was 30 and I'm 33 now. Um, so he's talking about how he's 30 years old and he has a job at a, a, a graveyard or a cemetery at this point. And um, somebody didn't shit in the toilet. Somebody shat on the toilet. They shat around the toilet. And he's like, I'm 33 years old. I'm 33 years old. And now I have to go clean up someone else's shit. And it's like these moments when like, I just like take a step back and I'm like thinking about like myself and where I am. And it, that piece of media really like, causes me to reflect on my own like life's journey so mm-hmm. i completely understand the idea of like something that like sits with you and makes right. you want to um you know just think about it so yeah that's, where, that's right. where i go it's okay there's yeah. something to live for if this is such a hard this is such it's a hard. hard question for me because a i have self-proclaimed one of the worst memories ever i have such a bad memory so when whenever questions come up that try to make me think about things that i may have seen in my past or whatever that make me think certain ways it's just i I don't even really know where the question 
is or what it is um so i'm trying to like i'm trying to think of things that i could contribute there so uh, the way that i'm taking this question is is there anything in media that has made me think about things more introspectively i guess yeah which which may not completely be the question but um certain things that were coming to mind when you guys were all talking one is there's this game called i think it was called like everyone goes to the rapture or everyone's gone to the rapture yep which was, I, I don't even completely remember the story of it, but it's mainly a game where you just kind of walk around and the story is presented to you. There's not mm-hmm. much of a game to it, um, but it kind of talks about you You kind of find out, I think it was like a, either a nuke went off or like a giant bomb or something like that goes off, but you you hear the stories of all these people and that you, you get these experiences with ghosts and things like that. And I just remember, I remember playing that game and just when it was done, I was like, wow, that was like, an experience like that was such a thing and and i've become a fan of as i've gotten older of games that do that where it's not so much your platforming or shooting or have an objective Mm. but it's just story-based like journey i played recently that was what i was just about to say yeah that's what i knew your pin was the same as mine dwight because i wanted to say journey too yeah so journey's like another one where it was just like i went through this experience and in the beginning i didn't really know much about what it was about and then kind of towards the end i think you find out it's about like death and 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 acceptance and things like that and it was just like I, I I played it in one go, like on my stream, and I just remember finishing it and just being like, "Fuck, man!" Like that made me, that made me think, you know. And uh, I mean, we could talk about yeah. that more, but I, I guess like movie wise, like Benjamin Button was one of those that like I watched, and I was like, "Oh my god!" This thought of like, obviously the the theme of the movie is you know starts old and then gets younger as he gets older, and it's really weird, but it makes you like it makes you think about how fragile life is and how, you know, a lot of these moments that happen, you, you connect with, like when he is kind of in the right pairing of time of the girl that he falls in love with. And they have these moments where they're like painting the house and they're like being intimate on the bed and the floor with no other furniture and things like that, like things that kind of I can relate to. And then thinking about um, how fragile that is and how is somebody going to be there for me as I get older or, or this or that. It's just like, I, I guess that's kind of where I went with it. Um, yeah, I think uh, Benjamin I Button's a, a really good answer for this because it's it's a good movie. Like, uh, I'm a huge David Fincher fan who's the director of that movie, and I mm. think it's one of his worst movies. Yeah. But the themes of it are great. Like you talked about, like the fragility of, like, and the fleetingness of life and how, like, any moment everything can shatter and the like loneliness of Benjamin Button as a character because he's the only person living life the way he is and how he needs to connect to things on a different level than other people because he knows that in a year he's going to be away from it like no matter what and I I 100% agree that movie sat with me not because of the like filmmaking or the moments in the movie, but the theme of the movie, really. Yeah. I, I think that the movie as well. No, I'm just, oh. it, this is starting to connect with me because I'm also like, like Ricky and <laughs> Ricky, hang around long enough. You'll know anytime <laughs> Dwight asks me to explain anything, he's like, explain the plot of this. I go, I don't, I have no idea. I don't, yeah, I'm I don't very, know. <laughs> I'm very surface level. So like when I watch a movie, I'm like, was it good or was it bad? Like, yeah. that's how I am. I don't, I don't really like dissect 
things deeper than mm. than what is presented in front of me so I, that was a hard one for me to really like try and think about a movie that made me feel something you know well I, i'm sorry that i made you think okay <laughs> no it's I, nice i think in quarantine i'm, I'm becoming like I'm, uh, let's talk about idiocracy where like i feel like right. i'm just becoming dumber by the day so it was like yep. nice to have my brain be like let's fire something <laughs> off and think yeah. about something a little bit deeper I, it's really yeah it was, that's a, <laughs> a great question to have so i think another movie that kind of fits into this way um it's one that i haven't watched in a while and i didn't really like it the first time i saw it but i really want to revisit it is a movie like lost in translation something that mm. like encapsulates like a singular um relationship or just like a fleeting moment that you have with somebody like someone who just enters your life um makes a profound change in it and then just is off like something like that and like it's almost like capturing um just like the mundanity of the daily um that can be an interesting like idea like um speaking of adaptations it's like a movie where nothing happens where nobody really changes and grows kind of like everyday life really is uh, or can or feels like on a day-to-day basis something like that like where you feel like you're almost like stuck in a rut type of deal that's i don't like i said i didn't really like the movie when i first watched it but i really want to revisit it but ricky going back to what you said about journey that was such a beautiful game um showing um through gameplay theming and like the story was through the gameplay like as you're like figuring out uh the the navigating of the desert like fighting against the wind or like that last moment when you're going up the uh up the mountain i had like three or four like click aha moments while playing that Mm -hmm. like when you first notice or when you first realize that the other person who was there is another person and like i felt like such a weird kinship with the people i was then going through the game with i got so excited and like devastated when one of them left i was like no i was loving this and then at the very end like that game gave me like tingles when i finished i was just like my whole body like it just felt like i went through like an experience like it was the strangest thing and no game has ever made me feel like that and i thought it was beautiful did you play abzu no i haven't i have it i think i got it on like playstation plus or something like that so I think I think Abzu might have been made by the same people. It was, uh, yeah. It was. And I played that first before I played Journey, and just because I don't know why I'm always drawn to anything underwater. Um, but Ab- Abzu was very very similar, and I I think if you haven't played it, you should try it. It was it was something that you can beat kind of in one sitting, um, and it's just thematically. I I couldn't tell you what the theme is right, but I remember playing it and just being like, that was phenomenal, and they do such a good job with. Um, a big thing for me is like sound design, obviously. So when you can use sound design and music to tell uh, or convey emotion um, at the right time and things like that, like versus just having a background song that plays the entire time you're on a level or in a scene or something like that, um, it means a lot. So yeah, I think if you've never played that, you should you should try that out as well. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I actually had a similar experience. This is a game that I loved and I obsessed over. So I don't know that it follows, but it, it's kind of in the theme of what we're talking about. Um, Celeste really had a huge mm. emotional impact on me mm. where, where like the themes of that game, like still kind of emanate within me. That was, yeah. a, game, that was a game that I, I fucking loved. I've, I still play it constantly. I speed run it uh, as Sick. good as i can i'm not an actual real speedrunner, but i i try i try to speed run it and like that game like thinking back on the story which now every time i play the game i skip the story <laughs> thinking back on the story it's just it's so emotionally impactful and yeah. i i i guess like another question that i could have just asked was media that was impactful to 
forming you as a person because I feel like that's kind of a lot of the stuff we've talked on like yeah and what uh, what like what celeste does so well is it talks about anxiety yeah where like everybody has uh, not everybody right most people have anxiety and things like that and and that was a game that uh for two re- like I, I played that on stream for the first time and that's when i i got into like uh really like reading every line of dialogue as a character so on my stream i I read everything as what in my mind that character sounded like so i was really invested into the story because of the stream and that's a game that i 100 can tell you i would have never beaten had it not been having people there interacting with me uh, uh being there kind of on the couch uh hanging out with me while i did it because if i was playing that by myself i would have just given up and never played it again but the story in that game uh is is so good and 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 reading stuff as the anxiety portrayal of the girl trying to reach the top of this mountain having this like dark and gritty kind of character and everything like when that game ended uh i really remember feeling connected to that same with um like ori and the blind forest was another one that i did um so yeah, I don't know. And now now I have a ton of fun like anytime I play any kind of game that has a, a deeper story whereas if I play it by myself normally not on stream, I'm just like smashing that X or A button, crushing through the dialogue, I don't care. Let me just, you know, play more, play more. But now when I do things like that on stream, I I try and read everything in a voice. I try to like like invest more into a character and and it really like makes me kind of see more what I guess the developers and what the, mm-hmm. what everybody invested in the game kind of wanted to, to tell. Games have really kind of uh, moved to our indie games in particular, have kind of moved towards that more like introspective style lately. And yeah. it's been great that there's been so many that are like really upfront and like brutally honest about like, you know, depression and anxiety and like mental illness that people are going through. And I think that that's a wonderful thing um, to like have something that somebody, people can connect to. And I, I yeah, just think that's, and, that's fantastic. And as I've gotten older, I've become, uh, I'm way more attracted to that form of game than like a AAA Call of Duty or Assassin's Creed. Now where those games are fun, I would rather have something that's palatable in one or two playthroughs and sticks with me for a while than just something where I'm just, okay, objective A, go do, Absolutely. you know, you know, it's, it's weird because I, yeah, I feel like, you know, I, I, before I started streaming, I didn't have the time for an 80 hour game to, to do a bunch of side quests and objectives. And I love the thought of an open world game. You know, there, there's a time and a place for that, but um, yeah, now, now I love anything that has just like a really cool story behind it. And if it is like four to six hours, that's like, that's perfect, you know, and they're usually cheaper and the story's good. And these small developers like need that kind of love because that, the 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 storytelling that they're doing is competing with you know movies and and everything else like that but you're almost more so connected to it because you're in control of the character or that emotion you know it's pretty wild absolutely Uh, have you ever played oxen free so i played probably 60 percent of it oh and i never beat it i have a really bad problem of playing games and then something else comes out and I get distracted okay. and I never get back to it. Um, I bought it on Switch when it was like 
I don't know, it was on sale for like two or three dollars. You're yeah. you're on like an island, right? And you're like a friend and you start seeing these alien things form and yep. you're trying to figure out the deeper story. Yeah, I never beat it, so I never really got the like deep connection with where yeah. that goes, but um but that, I was gonna say that sounds like the kind of game that you would like. It's very story driven about the characters, about like how people interact with each other, the inter character relationships. It's very well done. I, uh, I played that on stream. It was one of the first games that I streamed. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, I, I really did like it. And I don't know. I think again, I didn't finish it because I didn't have a stream at the time. So there are so many games that like, if I'm doing it by myself, I just get bored or there's something else that comes out. I'm, I'm very, I've always been the kind of person and I wish that there was a way I wish that there was a way on stream where I didn't have to play. So I do this sometimes with like Jackbox games where I don't play. I just let other people play and Mm -hmm. I just watch. That is like when I was a kid, I loved being the kid that went to my friend's house and watched him play Super Mario 64 or watched him play GoldenEye. I can sit. And that's why I love Twitch so much is like, I love to sit and watch somebody else play a game i'm not always the person that loves to do that so i think that was my problem with oxen free is i didn't have people to be there with me to help mm-hmm. be like oh you know i'm in i'm interested in the story like what happens next and that's how it was with like ori ori i would have never beat by myself um celeste i definitely wouldn't have ever beat by myself because that that i'm i'm not a good gamer and that is a frustrating game if you're not like in tune with the controls and things like that so um I've, I've, I think I've discovered so much more in terms of that kind of media because of having a stream and having people that are like cheering me on. Um, totally. Same with Mario 64. I mean, Dwight, like <laughs> I just beat that game. I'm telling you, I would have never done that on my own. Like I would have gotten frustrated. I would have been like, fuck this. I'm out. Can't figure out how to lower the water. I'm done, yeah. you know, but. Just, if you ever want to play. going to help me play games. <laughs> it- I'll help you because I, yeah, I, I can't have Dwight can't help me play games because I don't want your yeah. fucking help. <laughs> See, I I found since Dwight's been streaming a lot recently, I found that watching Dwight play games makes me realize how bad I am at games and how much I don't want to play games anymore. Yeah, I'm just yeah. like no. I'm just like Dwight is so much better than me. No. Why the fuck do I even bother? No, no. I'm not. Good. It's really it's that's really how it, that's how it is with my buddy Terrence. Like my buddy Terrence. Him and I like love games and all of that, but I think that I just have been doing it for so long that I have this base level skill that's just higher than his. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he gets so frustrated because I also get frustrated. Like when we do survival based games, I'm like, come on, man, get the wood to start the fire and we're going to cook <laughs> the food and all of this. And he's like, I don't even know. And he's a hundred feet away from me, like, you know, messing with a tree for four hours. <laughs> um, and I, I just, it, so I have to like, set myself back to be like okay team's like let's figure this out let's do this you know because i i just i don't think about it i just i think i have this like i i don't think that i'm particularly great at any kind of video game but i think that i'm good at all video games i think that i just have this like base skill that it's like i can figure i can figure something out pretty quickly you know i I feel that i totally understand like it's like the language the language of games like i just kind of get it at times where it's like oh okay i i I recognize that barrel is is red if i shoot it it will blow up and that's just like you know 
Yeah, it's the lighting and in, the lighting in the scene is going to lead me usually towards the objective yep. I need to go to. Yeah, there's a like secret that. over there. That's the way I'm supposed to go. I should go this way. That means there'll be a secret or a, a fun thing over there. Yeah, I know exactly what mm-hmm. you mean. Oxenfree, Brian told me to buy it, and I picked it up, but I have not played it. Another one I think that's similar in that vein is called uh, Night in the Woods. I haven't played it myself, but it's a very similar story-driven. Uh, I think it's about like this girl who moved back to her town after flunking out of college, and it's all about like the ennui of just living in through that type of uh, ennui. <laughs> Let me push what up my glasses. Is, what is that? I should I know. I, that. I think I used it right. Right. Yeah. Thank you. It's it's, it's like it's like it's like an overwhelming like sense um, of ambiance yeah. almost is kind of, but it's a fancier term that's more all encompassing. Fuck it. I thought ennui is is okay. Did I mess it up? I think you might have. Oh well, if I did, I, then Jack can Jack can roast me. Check. That's fine. Check. I think I think it works. A uh, feeling of weariness and discontent. Yeah. 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 About That's failing college and, and moving about. back. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I kind of, like, I kind of blacked out for a second. Boom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Tiffany, did you have anything uh, about this? No. No. Cool. About what? About just uh, about the, my the, butt. Yeah, about Alex's butt. Specifically, the eyeball in it. Um, um, oh, oh! I forgot to ask Ricky that question. Ricky, oh, does your butt have an eyeball in it? <laughs> no. Okay. Listen, Sorry, listen, that was listen, the listen. last. That was my question that was supposed to make it onto the list that I forgot to type. Wow. Listen to the beginning of our last episode to understand that one. <laughs> yeah, I just answered that spitfire round. I didn't want to think too much about it, so I just, I'm going to say no. Very, I think very you fair. did great. I think you did a, you did a stand-up job with that question. <sighs> well, Ricky, um, I feel bad monopolizing your time like this, so I think we're going to go ahead and, no. and start wrapping stuff up. But uh, this has been yeah, an, so a- an absolute total blast. Um, I've, I've yeah. really enjoyed having you on. It's been um, fantastic. Yeah, uh, yeah thank s- you. This was so much fun. I'm going to say getting to know you over the last couple of months, because, I mean, it's just really like how much can you super get to know getting somebody to know who's you. Getting, getting to know all about you. About you. Yes. You. Uh, <laughs> you got musical theater nerds over here so we are we are all set to go yes i like you alex don't i don't worry. know the words to that song so uh, i can't help but it has it's been okay it has been so much fun and i i can't thank you enough for coming on the show and like i said taking time out and um alex yeah, and Jimmy, was, thank was, you. was there anything else you guys wanted to add or i'm terrible nope. at ending this by the way um <laughs> is there I, anything else i want to add Man, that's a hard question. Like, okay, so we have an email address. It's no refunds podcast at gmail.com. You can uh, cool. send <laughs> send us emails. Uh, we've been uh, asking for question, comments, concerns, recipes, whatever whatever you want to send us. It'll be yeah, a lot of fun. Someone send me a recipe. Tiffany wants to make something, and we'll we'll eat it on air, and it'll be disgusting Ooh, because it'll be all that. nasty. Oh, email that'd be sounds. fun. That, I think it would be, be super cool. Someone do that. Um, I got a. I got a recipe for some cookies that one of my viewers sent me that I can send you over if you want to make them. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Cool. That sounds I fantastic. Hope it's a baked good. And uh, I think it is. It's a cookie, right? Right. I cookies. Think yeah. Cookies tend to be baked, right? Yeah, baked goods. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, so, Ricky, uh, I don't know if you want to take this one last minute to plug uh, uh, Sound Guy Gaming and just 
I guess I just did it. So yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, if you're if you find yourself interested in Twitch or bored, um, it's Twitch.tv/soundguygaming. I stream most days from around 2 p.m. to around 8 or 9 p.m. Uh, you can come watch me be a bozo. I dance. I yell a lot. I get frustrated, and we play uh, kind of all sorts of games. It community games. It's serious games, fun games, competitive games. I I literally do it all. If I'm bored, I stop uh that kind of thing so yeah we'd love to have you be a part of vibe nation come in uh if you need a place to like feel de-stressed or decompressed or anything like that you know always welcome it's an excellent place i can confirm um so once again thank you very much uh no refunds podcast at gmail.com we're on facebook we're on spotify if you're you probably know that because you're listening to it right now so why am i plugging my own thing who knows um and Worst the host ever absolutely Boo. and the uh the song that's playing right now is hyper potions uh time trials thank you very much for letting us use that and we will talk to you all next time so goodbye bye Ooh, bye you, you said you never listened that's how oh, we end every episode he, just big one bye he was so on top of the bye that was that was really okay. impressive. It's, it's it's in here, you know. It's Absolutely, just a feeling. That was perfect. All right, so we are we are clear. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm trying to change who we are, and that's not what we do here. We're not. That's not who we, we don't, are. We that, don't, that is not the core of our podcast. The core of our podcast is fucking everything up royally. It's-